welcome to Omega Factor 17, Tales from the Ramjack Formulary. Oh, hey, everyone. This is Alex. And joining me today for Ramjack is our good friend, Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. I'd like to take this moment to wish everyone a happy holiday. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Wow. Now, this is is the wonderful month of November, and we're all getting kind of cozy we're getting comfortable in our winter attire our fall like long sleeves and we're mm-hmm. we're getting ready for well okay i in an idyllic november yeah i'm not the hellscape that florida is fastly no. becoming no, no definitely not um but you know in, in our hearts <laughs> in november comes around we get ready for thanksgiving yeah. gobble gobble turkey turkey day but Brad and I lived through Halloween and didn't really get to tell you guys anything about it yet. So, you know, just hold on to Halloween for a little bit longer. Just for like the first part taste. of the podcast. Just hold it in your heart. Hold it in your heart. So later, though, this is not just a cash episode of Ramjack. I'd say it may be a little casual, but not like from a standpoint of doing our due diligence and watching uh, old television for amusement and delight. Mm. And Brad, new television. And new. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Truth, Brad. What are we watching today, guys? We're getting deep into some Nancy Drew territory. A Nancy Drew, as they said in the '70s, introducing the show. It's a Nancy Drew this week, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, so good. I don't know what I don't know what to think about Nancy Drew. <laughs> I mean, just off the top of the show, which do you like better? Did you like uh, the Hardy Boys mystery? Or oh. the Nancy Drew mystery. I thought you were going to ask if I like ni- 2019 Nancy Drew or 1970s Nancy Drew. Um, <laughs> well, I'm assuming 19, I, the, the present one is the one that you prefer. Uh, yeah, it's kookier. Um, I think Hardy Boys, just because I didn't, I, like, we were really just thrown into some nonsense and it kept getting weirder. Nancy Drew was kooky. Um, I enjoyed it, but I think the Hardy Boys episode was better. Nancy Drew borderlined on, like, it, it, it touched on some inappropriateness between an adult. I, how old is she? I, I I can't imagine. I mean, I think maybe she's 18 or 19. Maybe? I mean, I have a lot of questions we'll get. I mean, the whole cast is very interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on. I don't, But we'll get into that later, ladies and gentlemen. I, <laughs> I think... The beginning of Nancy Drew was a little bit better, like their cold open, just because it was a very bizarre. Now, it didn't quite live up to the height, like you said. Like, it didn't escalate that yeah. throughout the course of the episode, but it started out pretty bonk. Well, also, I'm comparing it to the 2019 version, which involves, like, possession. So, you know, it's... Oh, there you go. I only saw worlds. up to the point where she was having sex with that guy. So, like, in the first five minutes, maybe. And then I Oh, you, so, you, so you're not back in yet? No, I'm not in yet. Oh, friend! I thought I thought the whole thing was we were gonna watch the current one and then and then the the old one. Well, I thought we were watching. I thought, that was, I thought, I thought we were that was watching. The plan. The, I thought we were gonna watch the old one this time and then next week watch an episode of the new one and just oh. pretend that it's a continuation of the one that we watched this week. All right, <laughs> Sorry, that's still on the that table got, then. That's, that's still on the table. Sweet, sweet. Because I, I I do like that idea. Not that I wouldn't like the other <laughs> especially, one. Especially, uh, yeah, especially with uh, how the last episode ended. Sure. But we'll talk more about Nancy later. Brad, what else has been going on in life? How did your Halloween go? Um, Halloween was was delightful. Um, did I get trick or treaters? No, didn't. Hmm. Didn't get any. Didn't. Nope. Didn't happen. Wasn't surprised. Um, did you set the traps? Did you? 
You... Um, no, didn't set any traps. I did, I uh, finished out Horror Nights. We Awesome. That's done. It was good times. Um, I went the Friday after Halloween, and it was a nightmare. It was way too busy. I just walked around for like an hour, and then I just, I got out. I was like, nope, can't do this. Everything, the lines are crazy. This is no good. But then uh, me and Dan went the last uh, Saturday, and uh, it was it was much better. We got through a bunch of stuff. It was good. And we actually watched the, we um, went over and watched the uh, water laser show, uh, oh. which we had kind of watched, but you can really only see it if you're sitting, like, directly center. Like, if you were off to the left or right a bit, you're not going to be able to tell what the hell is going on. Um, <laughs> so we, we made time to get over there with... Pl- and we just... We camped out. We got there, like, 20 minutes early and just stood there and waited. And shockingly, well worth it. Wow. Which, that's usually not my sort of thing, but this was really good. Like, what did it do? Different than any other laser light show. Uh, well, my favorite thing was... Like, they had me at the very beginning. Because, like, the first, like thing you see is like the creature from the black lagoon is like coming up out of the water which was pretty rad wow and then you know it went on it was great it was really good but i was like that's a great way to start this we start with the creature delightful i'm sure it's on youtube somewhere but i'll have to look it up yeah definitely it's something to see i hope the they only... do i hope they do one again next year yeah that's awesome what's the vibe like there after halloween because it's past like the the crest of like the spookiness not to I say mean, that All Saints Day and the beginning of November can't also be a time of horror well, in its honestly, own way. Well, honestly, it was the best because it was the first like night that wasn't hot at, oh, in perfect. forever. So it was it was like it was like in the um, it was in the seventies. It was nice. Oh, dude! So the crew was probably like, you know what? It's Halloween is past, but I'm feeling better because it's cooler. It, I'm gonna it, give it, it my felt, all. It felt like how ha- it felt like it might be Halloween for the first time, Ooh. as opposed to just feeling like summer. Nice. So the spirit of Halloween carried through to the end. I'm I'm glad. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Fun times. That's awesome, man. Um, Halloween here was wet and rainy-ish. Okay. During the day, but then at night, the wind, it got cold, and the wind was pretty rough at the start. Nice. But it did start to die down. Like, it did feel creepy and scary. I like it. I like it. I wasn't sure we are going to get any trick-or-treaters because of that, but Vera was determined to go out into the night. Joey, uh, we took Joey up to his uh, dad's house, which isn't very far, because he wanted to go trick-or-treating with um, some of the neighbor kids there. It was his year to have him for Halloween. Um, so I put on my Olaf onesie costume that I bought to accompany Vera, who was dressed as, uh, Anna from Frozen. And she had the Anna dress. She had the, the big Anna cape with a hood. I mean, she, she looked like she was wearing a proper costume. Nice. I, on the other hand, was wearing a, a supposedly $60 adult male onesie of Olaf, which I got on sale for like 20 something dollars. There's no way you're paying 60 bucks for that, even though it is very comfortable. It is oddly cozy for what it is. So we went out together to six houses and then Vera was done because it was too cold. Nice. <laughs> but she loved she, she she loved going up. Sometimes she wouldn't take her treat. She would just kind of smile and put her bag out because she was just kind of getting the hang of it. She got a little bit creeped out by some of the uh, 
lawn ornaments. There was a inflatable spider that the wind was making move kind of erratically like a real spider and it kind of freaked nice. her out. But then she got to a point she's like, Daddy, too cold. Kind of shrugged her shoulders and just started walking home. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's so we good. took her home. But then she loved handing out candy to trick-or-treaters. Okay. She would she would she'd be looking at out the door saying, Trick-or-treaters, where are you? Trick-or-treater. She'd go from window to window. She'd put the um, light-up. We have a light-up um, cat that's masquerading as a ghost that's brightly colored LEDs. Like, it goes through the rainbow really slowly. So she put that in the window and the pumpkin to kind of attract trick-or-treaters. She'd just look out. And when they would come, she'd look at us and excitedly say, Trick-or-treater's coming! Trick-or-treater's coming! And she'd, like, run to the door, and then she would get the bag of candy. And they'd open the door, and sometimes she would just say, Trick-or-treat! And then hand them candy. <laughs> Nice. Or if she would give, or if she didn't, she would say "Happy Halloween" as they left. She loved it. Nice. After the first time she handed out the candy, because the first time she was a little timid, so she went to the door and she had the candy and she kind of watched, and she was she froze for a minute. So I went ahead and handed out the candy. So then she kind of hid behind the door frame and then put her arm out only with a piece of candy, like for someone to take. Nice. <laughs> And I, I took it slowly from her and put it in someone's bag, and she thought it was a trick-or-treater, and it made her super excited. And then after that, she was just, like, always wanting to hand out candy. Nice. We worried about where the trick-or-treaters were as the night went on, and fewer and fewer came. Against all weather odds, we still had, like, 125, if not 150 trick-or-treaters. Whoa. Dude, it gets nuts here. That's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> like, there, there were some neat costumes. And because, I guess, the weather, because it was super cold and kids were kind of, like, optimized, that we didn't get as many as the across the street because they're on the sidewalk. Our side doesn't have the sidewalk. So some people didn't come over. Or we would have had more. But wow, when the weather's perfect, we get a grip of people coming out. That's awesome. What, so what are, you, what are you passing out to these kids? What are you, what are you giving? What so treats you got? So... I, I went and got a giant bag. It was like nearly 200 pieces of, I would say, the party-sized. I had to get fruit-flavored things, so there were Skittles in there and um, Starburst for kids with allergies, obviously. Um, and then there was just straight-up chocolate, and I can't remember if it was just Hershey bars or something. Like it, And maybe Kit Kats? I honestly can't remember, because I just grabbed something I knew. Okay, this has a variety chocolate, which I love, and I know the kids would love if we don't end up passing it out. And fruit-flavored stuff, because it's good. Like, who doesn't like Skittles? Um, those motherfuckers who chose candy corn over Skittles are idiots, but fair wow. enough. Wow, absolute fucking scandal. Guys, I, 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 there, was a, there was a poll released that is purely scandalous. It's absolute trash. It's, an out, it's a moral outrage, and I'm hugely upset by it. I'm going to pull it up here. To answer your question fully, though, so we had that candy, and then as the kids came up, I'd either let them pick what they wanted or we would just hand out like three or four pieces each and we had plenty of candy the house across the street is looking up this poll gave kids boxes of crayons 24 pack crayola crayons and gave the adults two packs of candy cigarettes gave the adults candy cigarettes first of all don't give the adults anything they're adults second of all don't give anybody candy cigarettes though i did get a box of candy cigarettes at work like a couple of weeks ago which I was like, but there was just like a whole thing of like old timey candy. Ooh. And I it was like, this is weird. It's weird, but that was the, that was the gist of the person handing them out. Like they were laughing. It's like, you know, like we got it. I used to get it when I was a kid. 
I oddly like the taste. I know that's strange, but I thought I'd hand them out. Hmm. Hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Monmouth University poll surveyed adults uh, about eight popular Halloween candies. I'm putting popular in quotes myself. Um, number one, 36% Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay, reasonable. Number two, at 18%, Snickers. Also reasonable. Reasonable, yeah. Number three, M&M's at 11%. All right, a little pedestrian, but whatever. Fine. Uh, 6% Hershey bars. Bullshit. Fuck that garbage. No thank you. (laughs) It's a little piece of chocolate. I mean, it's not like a dove promise. First first of all, it's not chocolate. It's wax. Um, Hershey bars are not chocolate. It's trash. Put it in the garbage where it belongs. (laughs) Um, But that's like halfway down the list. So what else could be on this list Directly i'm sure the listeners are next up right below hershey bars candy corn at six percent tied tied with hershey bars now tied for the garbage yeah yeah i if i had to choose between hershey's chocolate and a candy corn more often than not i'm gonna go for the hershey's chocolate at least it gives me a memory of what chocolate is which i like Candy corn just has a nostalgic taste for me, and it's not my favorite by any stretch of the imagination. No, I'm not big on candy. I I, I don't. I'm not. I don't mind it, but I I certainly it wouldn't rate midway on a list. But I might try one before a Hershey bar because I know a Hershey bar is going to be trash, and at least candy corn's like this is a weird thing that we have. I just want to have. I just want to try this again just to remember what this is all about. Weird. (laughs) I mean, that's it is novelty. It's like oh, I'm at a party for Halloween. Oh, you guys have candy corn? That's weird. Let me just have like five or six pieces like a little pawful and then like all right uh, done yeah um below candy corn at five percent skittles what the fuck are we talking about skittles easily beats candy corn Sk- skittles is like high up on the list belongs in the top three belongs in the top three yes and that's me being very generous even if you didn't like Skittles and you were someone of one of those people, you'd still put it in the top five out of the choices you've given so far. Easy. Now, I understand I have been angry with the Skittles uh, oh, corporation yeah. ever since they removed lime and replaced it with, with the bullshit green apple. Sure. Um, it was a bad decision, mm-hmm. and Skittles don't taste right anymore. But still, still, I, still a thousand times better than candy corn or a Hershey bar, which... Ugh. Candy corn has been banished to the Halloween fall time. Skittles are all year round. Yeah. They are a more successful candy. They are better than candy corn. Yeah, there's no question. Um, below Skittles, Starburst. I still... Uh, Starburst are fine. Still sh- still should be way above Hershey bars and candy corn. Um, and then at the very bottom, 2% Tootsie Roll Pops. What? <laughs> no. They got the chocolatey chew. A Tootsie Roll Pop is delightful. It is a delightful candy. Way below, way, it should be way above Hershey Bar and Candy Corn. This is an outrage. From the commercial alone with the oh, turtle and the owl. Come Great on. commercial. Great commercial. Like, if you're going to have, if you're going to have some sort of a sucker, Tootsie Roll Pop all the way. So would you prefer Tootsie Pop, Tootsie Roll Pop to the, uh, what is it, Charms Blow Pop? I would. I would. I would, I would too. One, no. I can't chew gum like that anymore because of my oh. uh, formal te- former TMJ. But also, I want a little chocolate center. I don't need a 
dumb. I did like the Charms blow pop commercial from our childhood because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was very 90s. I mean, both are a very delightful nostalgia candies, but I, I, yeah, I mean, come on, come on. This, this study, I, these are the, this is the same studies that put Joe Biden as like the top, like Democratic candidate. <laughs> like, nope, not buying was it. it. Wasn't there a news outlet? Was it CNN? Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was um, Vox or someone. I don't remember who did it. But there was a poll that obviously had Bernie Sanders in front of everyone else. So the sto- headlines they wrote were not Bernie Sanders in the lead. But oh, that's, it yeah. It was like, Warren's second place. <laughs> yeah, Warren's so who's second. third? Who's War- fourth? Warren's second, um, uh, moving ahead of uh, Biden, uh, with Pete Buttigieg surging up to fourth. Hey, what about what about number one? Well, who's number one? A very bottom, small tie. There's an asterisk that says, see this page, and the link's kind of yeah. broken. But if you really think, oh, f- uh, yeah, Bernie. Motherfuckers. These motherfuckers. Like, I, fuck them. Uh, they'll, they'll learn. They'll learn, because we're going to destroy them. Um, and Elizabeth Warren put out her stupid plan for paying for her health care. Uh, and it's, guess what? Not as good. Not as good. So, uh, fuck that shit. No. All the way. Yeah. Also, Pete Buttigieg gets worse every day. That motherfucker has to go. Like, he needs to get out of here. He'll get out of here. He has to. Like, ugh. I mean, it's just going to come down to Biden, Bernie, and Warren, right? I mean, we'll we'll know in... Like a hundred and twenty days or something. Like it's it's almost here, guys. It's almost here. We are one year away from the election. Like the election, friend. The election. This time next year, uh, Donald Trump will be losing to someone. God, I hope he does. I mean, unless Pete Buttigieg or Joe Biden is the nominee, or probably Elizabeth Warren too. But I mean, Hillary could still put her hat in the ring. We don't know. She could, and I, I would. It wouldn't surprise me, like that fucking megalomaniac would do it. It was on the news outlets a couple of weeks ago. She was thinking about it, putting her feelers out there. The thing is, like, I don't want her to do it because I don't want to fucking take a chance. Um, like, you know, I don't. I don't believe. I, like, I don't like the idea of propping up a straw man to fuck up the election. Um, like when Hillary propped up Donald Trump because she thought he would be easier to beat, which is true, but. Everyone really hates Hillary Clinton, so it didn't work. Um, but if she did enter the race, she would probably take a bunch of votes from Biden and Warren and Buttigieg, but probably not enough. And that would just leave Sanders in the lead. So, I mean, like it might not, like it might work out, but I, let's not risk it. Agreed. Let's not risk it. Hillary, Let's not go risk write it. your books with your daughter. Maybe yeah. get on that podcast with Bill and your daughter and just, I, you know. How about just go hide under a rock for the rest of your life? Because you handed the country to Donald Trump. You should be ashamed of yourself and incapable of leaving your home. Because you're a goddamn monster and everything that he's done is your fault. So, maybe just I, maybe go fuck yourself, Hillary Clinton. Have you heard that they're trying to find a sporting event that won't boo Donald Trump? I'm assuming just for his ego at this point. Yeah, of course. Two baseball games, 
a UFC fight. I think the newest one is they're going to try to do a college football game in Alabama, which I guess, maybe. I, I hope he gets booed everywhere he goes. He deserves to be booed. Yeah, yeah. There's there's kids in cages. Still kids in cages. He should be booed walking around. You don't hear that enough. Kids are still in cages. Yeah, no. People are talking people about People talk about that like it's past tense. It's like, motherfuckers, they're still down there. Yeah, still happening. I mean, Nancy Pelosi doesn't give a fuck. Um, she didn't give a damn until, um, like, Joe Biden was... <laughs> Like Joe Biden's son, uh, grifting uh, was a, was the issue. So that says a lot. That says a fucking lot. And she still drug her feet about it. Like Nancy Pelosi, absolute fucking trash. These people. We gotta get rid of so many people, guys. We got so much fucking work to do. We gotta get rid of Trump. We gotta get rid of Buttigieg. We gotta get rid of Biden. We gotta get rid of Hillary Clinton. We gotta get rid of Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. Like, it's a lot of work ahead of us, friends. We got a lot of work to do. Joe Manchin, Joe fucking Manchin, gotta go. The, The only Democrat that's like, if Bernie Sanders is the nominee, I'm gonna vote for Trump. Cool, cool, get the fuck out of the party. You're not in the party anyway. Like, you vote with him all the time, so. Fuck you. Be a Republican. We don't need you. My, I don't know why, but I didn't read that as political party when you said it. I, I read it as an actual party. Like someone had like a really big shindig. He came in there and said something like that. And then you kicked him out, Brad. Dude, get out. Get out. You're not welcome here anymore. Get out of the party. If, if I threw a party and Joe Manchin showed up, motherfucker would be leaving with a black eye. Brad. Wham. Smack. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Polygene Swearingen's so coming in for my you. Life. Polygene Swearingen is coming for you, motherfucker. She's gonna destroy you this time. Mmm! <laughs> fuckers. Um, I've got some Dove Promises here, so I thought we could uh, just hop into those real quick. A promise we can count on. Hey, Alex? Yeah? Be good or be good at it. Ooh. Now, this, this poses a very interesting moral question. <laughs> be good or be good at it. So if you're not going to be, quote unquote, good, just be good at that thing that's not good? I guess, yeah. What is that? How is it supposed to free me up in my fall or make me feel? I think that I, means, a promise. I mean, I think that means be good or hide Joe Manchin's body. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get caught. If you're if you're gonna do something that's not good, just be really good at doing that thing that's not good. But so I mean, it doesn't matter that it's not ta- good. When we're talking about possibly theoretically, allegedly murdering uh, Joe Manchin, which obviously no, I wouldn't do. But if I did, Brad. I mean, is that is that is that is that being good or is that? Being, you know, it's a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Brad, there. I look. You say the word murder. That's ridiculous. I said allegedly murder. What we're talking allegedly. about is is doing something good, or doing something not good very well. Whatever yeah. that may or may not be yeah. in relation to uh, a certain someone. By the way, if we have any listeners in West Virginia that have any free time, um, yeah, yeah. just just put a couple of thoughts behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Get on the Facebook group. Let's chat. <laughs> Also, if any FBI agents are listening, JK, 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 JK. This is a comedy podcast. Of it's a comedy it's podcast. JK. 
It's a comedy podcast, JK. Uh, another promise here. Smile. Someone is thinking of you. Hmm. Now, is that in a good way or in a way that is, uh, are they good at it? Hmm. Because sometimes, sometimes it's good. Yeah, just, I mean, smile. Wait, did you say why do we have to smile or why not just smile? No, why do I have to smile? If someone's thinking of me, why do I have to, why does that make me smile? Well, because it's. Do I want them thinking of me? So, this is an interesting one because you're smiling and it says someone is thinking of you. Now, I took it to be, well, anyone could be thinking of me. Why would I want to smile? But I guess the the point is you're supposed to be thinking of the someone who's thinking of you. And that's going to make you smile. The thought of, oh, who's going to, who would make me happy? Who would make me, the thought of someone thinking of me that would make me smile, who would that person be? And in your heart, you find out who it is. This implies, I think this dub promise is calling you a narcissist. It, I mean, this dub promise thinks that just because you know that someone is thinking about you, it's gonna mm. make you smile. What if I don't want anyone thinking about me? Stop thinking about me, everyone. Stop thinking about me. Think about something else, someone else. It could be a loved one. Oh, you know, it's so good that I, you know, someone I care for uh, is thinking of me. Or it could be straight up sinister. Your enemy's thinking of you, and you're thinking, ha I'm ruining their day because they're thinking of me. <laughs> or, 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 what if somebody's... Total narcissism. What if it's somebody from work that's thinking of a project they want you to do? Oh, but they're thinking of me. You, Stop thinking about me. me first. Stop thinking about me. Stop. Stop it. I don't... You are I can, not... I'm so busy, guys. I don't have time. Stop thinking about... Think of someone else. Can someone else do it? <laughs> don't think of me. Just think, do think, not think, think of, of me. Think of anyone else. In this high holiday time, think of someone else. Uh, I don't want your thoughts. No. <laughs> Reserve those for someone else. Look, they're apparently powerful because thoughts are paired with the concept of prayer, which neither of them necessarily do anything. Don't do anything. They're the same thing. <laughs> don't think about me. I don't like and it. I won't smile. No. Were those the only promises you had? I yes. I mean, I had opened Ooh. one, and I opened one live. I, I mean. I don't, I don't really... I've got one more. I'll save it for later, though. Yeah, you save that promise. I just, I just ate a piece of chocolate. I don't really want another one right now. But that was real chocolate. None of that Hershey's bullshit. No, none of that garbage. Kids don't eat Hershey's. Like, come on. We're all adults here. Like, you don't have to eat garbage chocolate. You can eat real chocolate. You know what Hershey's uh, big thing was? They've done it a few years, but I saw it more prominently this year. To get people to buy their candy, a big bag of glow-in-the-dark wrapper chocolate. Hmm. Where the wrapper itself is charged and can glow in the dark inside of my bag, I guess. I guess it's cool if I'm out and about. Let me go look at my little sack. Ooh, one of the candies is glowing. It's not radioactive, is it? No kid would think that. No kid understands what that means in 2019. Hmm. Weird. Super weird. Friends, uh, we got some correspondence from Jonathan here. He's still he's still off on location, but he sent he sent in his uncle traveling mad postcards. We got a couple of lore whimsic columns here. Uh, have not read these, of course, um, but we're 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 gonna end out Halloween talk with some Laura. Um, this first one, uh, the subject line Jonathan writes is Laura plus ghosts equals. Fair enough, Laura. <laughs> <clears throat> Ghost stories for those who don't believe by Laura Whimsit. Ten twenty six nineteen. Not sure if you've ever noticed. But anytime you start talking about paranormal experiences, most of the stories start out, I don't believe in ghosts, period. 
But there was this one time that I saw space ellipses. One of the scariest was told by a former reporter at the Messenger Inquirer about, <laughs> of all things, a haunted golf ball. Oh, boy. I... Of all time, Brad, the scariest story ever told. A haunted <laughs> golf ball. Of all, the most terrifying, blood-curdling tale ever Ever uttered by a human who was told by uh, somebody from the Messenger Inquirer about a golf ball. Alright. <clears throat> and yes, I said scariest. And if All you in. heard the story, you would think so too. Were you going to give me the a preview, Laura? Or what? No, she's not even going to tell us. This That's... fucking. God damn it, Laura. Then there was this guy who told me in furtive whispers about the apparition that he believes tried to kill him on the highway between. Hawesville and Owensboro. This is a guy not given to wild imaginings, and the fact he was still terrified when telling the story 40 years later was good enough to scare me too. What is with the fucking Laura? <laughs> like, tell, giving us commentary about things that we don't know about. Last time, she wrote a whole column about other people's columns about movies. Now she's just letting us know, um, some people told me scary stories. They were real scary. <laughs> cool, Laura. Hearsay scary stories. Like, what the fuck is this? This is, ay, this is trash. This is, you I'm, can't make your article, hey, some other people told me some things that were pretty cool. It would be pretty scary if someone in fervent whispers were telling me about how they almost got killed on a road trip. Oh, and by the way, I think it was a ghost. That's scary for not the reasons you think, but it is scary. I could see that not ending well. Not to mention that story's similarity to, a, to that of another friend. Except his encounter was out by Mount St. Joseph. Laura! <laughs> tell me one of these goddamn stories. As for me, well, as for me, comma, well, comma, all I know is that I've heard what I heard, and I've seen what I saw. <laughs> among, among, among my first encounters, was the ghost cat in my apartment on Burlew Boulevard, which I saw, heard, and felt on numerous occasions. <laughs> then there was there were the invisible hands, oh one of which pressed firmly against my back as I was going down a staircase, while simultaneously another hand grasped my shirt and pulled me back. I shrugged these experiences. And a few others <laughs> off. If a cat is around me, ghost or not, you're not going to shrug that off. If something grabs you in the darkness or in bright light and there's nothing around you, do you shake that off? Stupid invisible hands. Um, I shrugged these experiences, comma, and a few others, comma, off. Terrible. Garbage. Yeah, that's all. Don't write like that. Um... I didn't necessarily believe or disbelieve, period, not a sentence. I knew what had happened, comma, and the fact that I didn't completely understand it made no difference to me. But that was before I lived in the haunted house. So I'm a little concerned that, and the fact that I didn't completely understand it, you didn't, made no difference to me. It should terrify you if ghosts are real. Like yeah. It should be like a thing that's constantly in your mind if you've had first-hand experience. Because yeah. that changes the... Const like, it changes the reality for you. Yeah, yeah. no, nothing happened. Nothing happened. I don't happened. understand it. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, no. Wow, Laura. Yeah. 
nonsense. Voices in the night, semicolon. Nothing subtle about them, comma. To the point that I sometimes yelled at my kids to be quiet and go to sleep, but it wasn't them. And although I could hear the voices clearly, the words themselves were indecipherable, as they were speaking in a language unknown to me. I mentioned this to a friend, and she advised that I ask out loud, What do you want to tell me? <laughs> so the next time I heard the voices, I sat up in bed and called out that question, whereupon the voices immediately fell silent, and I never heard them again. Her kids. What the fuck did mom just say? What's mom doing? <laughs> what do you want to tell me? Okay, oh, I think we need to stop. Yeah, it's, it was funny until mom went crazy. But even though I didn't hear them again, I knew they were still there, and that was fine with me. Uh, Laura, these are only voices. You didn't see anything, but you yet you know they're still... They're not there because you don't hear them, because they're just voices. Yeah. And by the, unless you mean by them, your children, then yeah, okay, cool. They were still there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind sharing the house with these entities, whatever they were. They're nothing. It's not a thing. Although, I have to admit... It was somewhat annoying that they kept taking my bolo. <laughs> I wow. had... Dash, dash, still have, dash, dash, a bolo that I bought at the old Native American festival when those used to take place out at the community college when it was still called that. That's a sentence. When the festival was called the Native American festival or when the community college was still called the community college? I had... Still have a bolo that I bought at the old Native American festival when it, that those used to take place out at the community college when it was still called that. <sighs> so the community college is no longer the community college. What is Apparently it called not. now? Uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, it, it's not old, and there's nothing special about it. I just uh... like I just like the slide, which is a howling coyote. Okay, that's pretty badass. Right out of everything so far, that's pretty badass. A howling coyote. Question: If this was hand, if this was handled by a ghost, which I'm sure we're gonna get to, mm -hmm. that makes it special. Does what it? would a ghost need with a bolo tie? Like a bolo? Uh, what do you think a ghost does with it? Probably, probably just wants you to not look like a fucking loser wearing oh, a bolo. The ghost was concerned about her fashion. Was like, yeah, oh, the ghost God. is like, oh. Laura, no. No, 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 no. We're just gonna, we're just gonna take this. This. <laughs> this is appropriation. This is I'm not okay. I've trained for years as a ghost to try to like manifest and like physically manipulate things just to save you from a huge fashion faux pas. Yeah. Howling wolf bolo, Laura? Can't. Ugh, can't abide. It's so tacky. Apparently someone else liked it too. Because this thing would disappear for months, or even years at a time, only to show up again in some obscure place where I would never have put it. So I would put it back in my jewelry box, but before too long, it would be gone again. Maybe it's your kids. It's your kids, Laura. They're embarrassed. Because you look like a fool. She found it. Oh god, she's gonna start wearing it again. No, hide it. Hide it! But no, she's gonna find it. Who cares? I don't want her wearing that. She looks like a fucking idiot. Like, where did you find it? I would love if it was, like, super obscure. Like, she lifted up the grate to, like, her uh, ventilation system, and it was just there. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And her kids are somewhere like, fuck. Afraid oh. to throw it away, though? Just get rid of it. Yeah. I found it when I moved from that house. Again, in some weird place. 
and deliberately hung it on the rear mirror of my truck so I wouldn't lose it as I was taking a load of stuff to my new house. Except by the time I drove to my new house, it was gone again. I searched the floorboards and console of my truck. I looked in the glove box and the ashtray. I took the floor mats out and felt under the seats. It wasn't there. A few days later, it was on the nightstand beside my bed. A haunted Whoa. bolo is not the worst thing in the world. Except for not being able to count on it being available when you want to wear it. Gross. So that means the ghost went with her? So it's like a poltergeist or a quicksilver? Yeah. No, maybe. Who knows? Or maybe she uh, uh, found it, put it in her pocket, and then when she got to the new house, dropped it on the bedside table. Because that's what people oh. do. She could have easily forgotten she put it in her pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the ghost cat, the voices, and the hands didn't bother me either. Whoever and whatever these things were, we lived together in harmony, at least as far as I was concerned. But then there was that one time, ellipses. Oh. oh. My dog Buster and I were home alone that week, a rare occurrence back in the days when my kids were young. I was reading a book a friend had loaned to me which I was plowing through just to be polite because I thought it was the most boring thing I'd ever read. <laughs> Fuck you, Laura. Laura, you don't yeah. have to do that. Jeez. Uh, which might surprise you when you know that the book was about the son of Sam who, was, who claimed his neighbor's dog was possessed by a demon that ordered him to kill. But every night when I sat down on the couch to read that dry, boring book... There was someone standing at the end of the hallway, just looking at me. Now, what you have to remember is that I sat in that, I sat in that place on the couch every night to read it, to read. It was only when I read this book that this thing was there. So you got spooked and saw like a ghost, Laura? Did you get, did you get <laughs> spooked and see a shadow? I was almost done with the book on the night that someone opened the door from the garage to the basement. That door had a very distinct squeak. I'm telling you, that door opened. Then I heard two footsteps, thud, thud, stepping into the basement. Then a heavy sigh. Someone, uh, dash, something, dash, dash, was standing at the bottom of the stairs that led from the basement to the living room where I was sitting. Buster, on the floor beside me, sat up, staring intently towards the stairs. I was paralyzed with terror. After a while, dash, I don't know how long, dash, I stood up, comma, put the book down, comma, and walked out the back door. Buster came with me. We stayed out there, dash, again, comma, I don't know how long, dash, before I realized this was stupid. The backyard was fenced in and the gates were locked. My truck was in the garage. Either Buster and I could stay in the backyard forever, comma, or we could go back in the house, comma, down those stairs, comma, into the basement, comma, into the garage, comma, into the truck, comma, and out of there. So that's what we did. I gave the book back to my friend the next day. Well, those were a few of my stories. There are more, comma, but you probably have some of your own. All I've got to say is keep your bolos close, hold on to the handrail, ellipses, and be careful what you read. Hold on the handrail. Oh, from the stairs. Yeah. Um, for fuck you, Laura. You got scared reading a book that you said was boring. Um, you spooked yourself out because you're an idiot. 
and then you thought there was a spooky ghost, uh, you're an idiot. Uh, here are Jonathan's yeah, comments. I mean, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, there was something weird in the way... So I read this before you read this when Jonathan sent it originally, and I was waiting for the show to talk about it. But there was something in the way that you just read it that reminded me of something nostalgic from the past, which this column in and of itself is. Like, who does this anymore? Like, this is this is published in a printed thing? Like, I don't know. It, it feels weird. And just the way that Laura writes this. So bad. Grammar so aside, bad. yes, is, is bad. Um, and all over the place. But, yeah. the, but the phrase, there are more stories, but you probably have some of your own. How is that a statement to end up? Like, it sounds like a statement that someone would say, like, um, I don't know. There's some sort of whimsy to this that kind of gets me in a way, but not... Because then I'm like, okay, but yeah, this is lore. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting is what I'll say, but with a quizzical, like, what? Because this is weird. Why? I don't fully understand the layout of her house. I have the garage. I have to go down into the basement and then come back up into the living room? Uh, yeah. What kind of garage is that? A lot of questions. A lot of questions. Is it really a basement? Or is it like a half, like a split level? And again, I'm in the garage. I split level down to like four steps. And then I come back another four steps and up in the living room? That ain't a basement, Laura. And if there's something at the bottom of your basement, go over and lock the door. And then call the police if you're worried or concerned. Right? Yeah. Like, I. Uh, but there's nothing. There's nothing. That's so stupid. All right, here are Jonathan's comments. Uh, number one. Following up on the horror movie column discussion, I just want to emphasize how, in general, The Sixth Sense <laughs> and the others get a lot of play. Uh, the former especially. Does that mean they're actually good? Of course not. But they're so familiar and such a wide audience, I'm surprised these dopes in the Messer Inquirer don't instinctively include them on their list. Um, two, I'm pretty sure if I was pushed and grabbed from behind by invisible hands while walking down a flight of stairs, I wouldn't be able to brush it off. <laughs> but that's our Laura. <laughs> Always going with the flow, I guess. It would seem an apparition is trying to murder me, but what can you do? I had books to read out of obligation and bolo ties to find. <laughs> nice. Three, the bolo tie story is so painfully protracted that I firmly believe Laura should be put on probation. <laughs> Stop stretching 50 words out to 300, you twit. Uh, the, ghost, the ghost cat was a stray cat in the story. Like, shut up already. <laughs> yes. Uh, and five, no real comment. I just want to make sure we mediate on <laughs> Burlew Boulevard. <laughs> Burlew Boulevard. Where do you live? You know where Burlew Boulevard is? That's a mouthful. Why, Burlew Boulevard? No one's lived there in 50 years. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's ghost lore. Uh, we got another one. Just hot off the presses, friends. Um, this is, Jonathan labels this, even more Halloween lore material. Uh, the last line of, uh, so I'm reading, this is Jonathan. Uh, the last line of this column gave me a minor migraine. Also, Skittles and Starburst are the preferred treats of most kids? No, wrong, incorrect. Jonathan, I have no sources I can cite, but this is a stupid assertion on her son's part. 
I now to be fair the source that was a poll supposedly that people took did put Skittles and Starburst below candy corn I I we all know they would be higher on that list but maybe not the most preferred treats maybe for kids who have nut allergies or gluten allergies but sure. um I mean Starburst I Starburst I, I fine leave those off the list but Skittles friend Skittles a night for kids ellipses and me by Laura Wimsett, November 2nd, 2019. <clears throat> I left work in a hurry on Halloween, dash, yeah, comma, fine, comma, okay, comma, I mean, comma, left work in even more of a hurry than usual, dash, and changed quickly into my comfortable sweats and bunny slippers, comma, fumbling in my haste, lest anyone should have knocked on the door before I was dressed. What? <laughs> Does she have an editor? Should. I mean... I'm... Mm, get rid of those fucking commas. So many fucking commas. I left work in a hurry on Halloween. Yeah, fine. Okay, I mean, left work in even more than a hurry than usual and changed quickly to, into my comfortable sweats and bunny slippers fumbling in my hassle lest anyone should have knocked on the door before I was dressed. I didn't want to miss a thing. <laughs> That's one paragraph silent on its own. Oh, God. Halloween isn't my favorite holiday, or even in my top three. Whoa, Laura. Here's, here's, the, here's the Laura way of talking about anything. Hey, here's the subject. By the way, I don't like this subject very much, just so you know. There's other things I prefer more. Hmm. So I'm assuming Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter? Oh, Unless she counts Easter. her birthday as a holiday. Yeah, Easter. Gross. Ugh. The grossest of holidays. The, the grittiest. Ugh. The bad Ugh. tasting holiday. Probably 4th of July. 4th of July, oh. Easter, and Columbus Day. <laughs> <laughs> the three worst holidays. Hmm. Halloween is my favorite holiday, or even in my top three. But I like it a lot. And apparently, a lot more than many other people. What the fuck, Lord? That whole sentence doesn't make any... I mean, I don't like it, but I do kind of like it more than most people do. It's not my favorite, or even in my top three, what but I like it a lot, and apparently a lot more than other people. Okay. Like, you're not Andy Rooney. Like, Andy Rooney was charming. I hate you. Um, I do not understand those cranks who grump... Oh, Kettle. <laughs> kettle. Please stop using those racial epithets. Um, I do not understand those cranks who grumble that they are going to turn the lights, turn off the lights, and hide in the dark and pretend they are not home, just so they won't have, just so they won't have to give out a cheap piece of candy to some hopeful little children. Who are these people? There's no people that are do. If people don't want to give out, they just don't want to be hassled. It's not they don't want to give out candy to hopeful children, Laura. It's not like, ah, I hate hopeful children. Ah, gross. People have lives. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't want to dismerge anyone who doesn't want to hand out candy for Halloween. It's fine. It, yeah. You don't have to. I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, no. If if you don't want to hand out, hand, if you don't want to hand out candy, it's for either... I, like, it, there's so many reasons that could be, but it's not because you don't want to... It's not because of some weird thing where you don't want to give candy to children. Like, there's a million other reasons, but whatever. Oh, God, it just got... I'm sorry, friends. You okay? Cheese whiz, <laughs> comma, people. I, 
I'm not misreading that, friends. It's Cheese Whiz. C-H-E-E-Z-W-H-I-Z. Cheese Whiz, comma, people. So it is an exclamation. It's this supposed is a, to be like a, an exasperated cheese instead of gee whiz, cheese whiz, people. This That's Laura's catchphrase. Fucking, it's not, this fucking lunatic published this sentence in a newspaper. Cheese whiz, people. Are you not? Are we not sure that she's not calling these types of people cheese whiz for some weird reason? She's cheese giving them the title of cheese, cheese whiz cheese, people. You cheese know. whiz people. <laughs> the people who hide in their houses and pretend not to be at home. The cheese whiz people. Cheese whiz people. <laughs> Can you be any more of a grump? While you're at it, comma. Maybe you can yell, get off my lawn, exclamation point, at random points throughout the night. Fuck off, Laura. Laura, uh, why are you being weirdly, like, condescending? Like, I'm above all of this holiday. It's not even my top three. But fuck you, because you don't like it as much as I do. I, I, this is not my favorite, but I hate these grumps. Oh, you hate grumps, Laura? Do you hate <laughs> grumps? Do you dislike grumps? Cool. Then change everything about your personality. These cheese whiz people, man. Me, comma, I turned on every light in the house, comma, and especially my porch light, comma, the universal signal that trick-or-treaters are welcome here. I turned on every light in my house. That's stupid, Laura. Just turn on the porch light. That's the only one you need to turn on. That's the only one. I put my dog in my bedroom and closed the door, comma, not because Rufus would be bothered by the children, comma, but because I know some kids are scared of dogs. What happened to Buster? Mm, true. After living with my previous dog, Daisy, all those years, and enduring the reputation as the crazy lady with the mean dog... Dash. Well, wait a minute. Where, did, where was Daisy in the Buster timeline? <laughs> How many dogs has she gone through? Mm, I feel bad for those dogs. Um, also, you're not the crazy lady with a mean dog. That means you were just a shitty dog owner because um, there's no mean dogs. Or maybe it was the, oh okay. Or maybe it was the mean lady with the crazy dog. No, it's just the mean crazy lady with a dog. That's a bad dog owner. Um, I have I have a clean slate now in my new home with a new dog, and I never <laughs> want to know how nice we both are. Holy shit, Lord! <laughs> what the fuck? What happened to Daisy? What happened to those dogs? New house, new dog. What? What are you saying, Laura? Fucking monster. I'm really... I, all, all joking aside, I am genuinely curious about what happened to Buster and Daisy now. Mm. Especially since Daisy... She's in a new house with a new dog. You don't say that if you're a dog person, Under right? a new identity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the run. But still shit writing these shitty columns. Um, yeah. And it is for this reason that I bought Skittles and Starburst as my Halloween candy this year. Those are, comma, my son insists, the preferred treats of most kids. Weird. Okay, I see what Jonathan's saying now. That's a weird statement that's, to make. That's weird. I mean, Skittles all the way, but whatever. I'll take his word for that. Me, comma, I was always a candy bar kind of kid. No wonder she calls people, give them title like a cheese whiz people. She was a candy bar kid. I'm not a cheese whiz person. I'm a candy bar kind of kid. <laughs> Even the so-called fun size were sorted into my good pile. My favorite candy was, and probably still is, licorice. 
comma. But I know most kids don't like that, so I wouldn't dream of handing it out on Halloween. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Also, your, your favorite candy's licorice. You're trash. Brad, did you ever make a good pile and bad pile? I mean, I definitely sorted candy. I mean, I think that was the fun of Halloween, really, was sorting candy. We sorted Vera's candy when she got home. Well, Vera and Joey's. And, yeah, we put them in. We basically split them kind for kind. Like, okay, what did you get? What did you get? Cool. And then we just put them back in there. I guess took inventory. Yeah. But I didn't, we didn't separate them into good candy and bad candy. It was like, all right, this is what we got. Cool. I mean, yeah, but I, I think there's definitely, you know, ranking. Like, the, you know, if you get those, like, orange and black, like, garbage things, like, you know oh, that that's, like, that's the bottom of the barrel stuff. <laughs> that's one of those where I would take a bite of just to be like, oh, wow, these things still exist. Like, yeah. can- it's a candy corn level. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely candy corn territory. Um, uh, anyway, uh, comma... Another bonus to Skittles and Starburst is that I don't like either one, comma. So there was no danger of me eating them before the big night ever arrived. They sat on my kitchen counter in the big plastic Halloween bowl all week, and I was never tempted in the leastest, littlest bit. I would love if this was a lie and she ate like half of them and had to buy new ones. Also, I, I, fuck you, Laura. I did, comma, however, comma, keep the bowl pushed back away from the edge, comma, Rufus being another story in the trustworthy category. Fool, don't you talk about that dog. Don't say your dog's not trustworthy. You have to put things out of the dog's reach because he isn't trustworthy. Um, how about just take care of your dog and yeah, don't put things within his reach because he's an animal. Like, fuck you. It's a very trustworthy dog. I trust that dog more than I trust you, Laura. Um, I sat on the front porch in my rocking chair for a little while, comma, eagerly scanning the sidewalk in both directions, comma, waiting for children with what I hoped was an inviting smile on my face. Whoa. Ugh. But brr, comma, oh sorry, brr, semicolon, I gave that idea up pretty quick. I sat in my big chair, comma, one eye on a magazine and the other on the door. Well, that's a terrible way to read. <laughs> that is terrifying. Weird. This is hard to do. Um, and sure enough, I soon caught a glimpse of a little clown and making its way up the driveway. There was a bigger clown standing on the sidewalk, comma, in protection watch mode, comma, and I waved at him, question mark, her, comma, it, comma, to signal the fact that I am friendly and my candy was not poisoned. <laughs> what? Who is Laura? This is this is the ramblings of an insane person. Well, you have to also understand. New Brad. house, new dog, new identity. They don't know. They don't know that I've poisoned the candy here. She also has a history of reading things and then like things just appearing, like apparitions yeah. appearing out of nowhere. Watching. So, it, and at least now, instead of just like not addressing them, like fucking ghosts, she's waving. Yeah. In a way, to be like, hey, ghosts, whether, I don't know if you're real or not, we'll see. It wasn't long before they began drifting into sight, dash, small groups of two or three or more, comma, with an adult or two herding them along or trailing along behind. It was mildly disappointing that many of the costumes were obscured by jackets, thanks to the cold, comma, damp weather, comma, 
but I didn't let that diminish my enthusiasm for welcoming the little ones and offering appreciatives. Ooh, scary! Exclamation point or aw, how cute! Exclamation point comments when I was able to discern which would be the appropriate response to their outfits. Cool, sociopath Laura. <laughs> I use context clues to figure out how to react like a human. Cool, cool. If I didn't already know it, comma, Halloween would have been a good opportunity for me to realize I'm getting older. I didn't recognize most of the superhero characters, except for the classics like Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man. There were a lot of kids dressed up in outfits that I assume were cartoon characters, but I have no idea who they were. <laughs> Most costumes were, I mean, oh, I guess, Lori, no, no one came to your house dressed as fucking uh, uh, Bonanza characters. No one came dressed as Little Joe. Wow, weird, real weird. No one came dressed as their favorite Return to Mayberry character. Huh, bonkers. Who'd have guessed it? Most costumes were store-bought, a few were homemade, and some of those were pretty elaborate, and a couple of kids appeared not to be dressed up at all, and that was fine with me. Candy for everyone, exclamation point. Ho, 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 exclamation point. <laughs> all right, play by your own rule. Oops, wrong holiday. But same spirit of giving, comma, as far as I'm concerned. Whatever, I guess, whatever. And speaking of, quote, candy for everyone, end quote, could tell right off the bat that this was going to be a low turnout event. So everyone got handfuls of treats. Even the kids who accidentally came back to my house a second time. Even the kid who reached in to help himself. I lowered the bowl to make it easier for him. Is she not gracious? Oh, In wow. this new house, in this new life. Brave, she's brave hero Laura. I kept the lights blazing and the blinds wide open until about 8.30. Well, I, that's, I, that, that seems normal. <laughs> like, oh, wow, you, you stayed up real late waiting for trick or treat all the way late 30? I feel like if you want to if you want to make a point that you're staying up, stay 9.30. Like, that's, oh, uh, whatever. If I could have figured out a way to wave my welcome mat, welcome in quotes, by the way, to wave my welcome mat on my flagpole, I would have done it. What? That's weird, Laura. If I could have figured out a way to wave my welcome mat on my flagpole, I would have done it. Well, you could have just put your... I guess you could have just put your welcome mat on your flagpole. I don't know why that's some technological impossibility. <laughs> it's too hard. It doesn't have the flag holes. Also, why is welcome in quotes? Because she's not really welcoming them? Because it's a trap to the killing it's, floor? It's a trap to the it's killing It's not floor. Laura. It's the ghost that possessed uh, her body in the, uh, the hallway. I stayed up later than usual, but finally it was time for bed. But first I stepped outside and looked up the street, one way and down the other, just to be sure nobody else was heading my way. Isn't it 8.30? What are you talking about? <laughs> it was with great reluctance that I finally closed and locked the door and turned out the light, comma, put the bowl of leftover candy, dash, dash, only two pieces remaining. That's how generous I had been dash dash into the kitchen next to my emergency stash of plastic spider rings and went to bed your emergency stash of plastic spider rings <laughs> unrelated to the holiday bread it's just an emergency stash of plastic spider rings <laughs> what's the emergency <laughs> doctor doctor <laughs> 
What are we gonna do? We we need spider ring stats. <laughs> Rufus was waiting for me, comma, tail wagging, comma, curious about all the strange voices and sounds of the night. I patted his head and motioned for him to move over, comma. He always tries to hog the pillows. Don't be scared, my boy, I said. He wasn't. It's just a night for kids to be kids. She's a kid at heart, Brad. <sighs> She's divorced, I guess? I didn't realize that until now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we knew that. Didn't he, like, I mow her yard, like, even after they were divorced? Like, they had a weird thing where she did his yard, or uh, he did her yard work. May still be doing it for all we know. Yeah, it was real weird. I remember that. Ugh. Well, that's Laura, friends. That's Laura. Ugh. Jonathan, thank you so much for sending these to us. I mean, it really is a treat and a treasure. Quick update. I saw uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Awesome. What'd you think? Fun, fun ride. It's a delight. It is truly a delight. I enjoyed it much. Yeah, great. Great Terminator film. Loved it. How did the uh, bad guy Terminator rate with other bad guy Terminators from the previous films? So solid bad Terminator. I like him. Who would win? T-1000 or this new guy? What's his name? I don't know. I forget. Rav9 or something? Yeah, maybe. Something with a 9 in it. Yeah. Who would win? Well, I... Well, because, like, uh... Well, I figure, uh... The new one is more advanced just because it's... Yeah. It's, a, it's from a more advanced future, so... Oh. I would... And he can, like... I, like... It's a real weird thing where he can basically double up. He's basically two Terminators in one. And I don't understand why he's not always two Terminators, but... I mean, yeah. He can kind of, like, break off into basically two, which is kind of crazy. Maybe the one doesn't have its independent power source, so it has to, like, come back in and charge every once in a while. Yeah. I'm assuming the liquid one. Well, it's basically, like... He just, like, basically, he's, like, in, like, kind of, like, a human-y form. And then, he like, basically, like, a Terminator skeleton, like... I mean, it seems like it... I guess it's just, like, half, ma half of its mass just kind of breaks off to be a separate terminator but it's real kooky there's a hollow spot inside of it yeah where the other one would be so it's pretty wild pretty wild but it's a good time i enjoy it i can't wait to stream it yeah i was thinking about actually going to the theater because i know it hasn't been doing too well in the box office it's very sadly. sad it's very sad That's so you would want to see more definitely definitely i can't wait i'm glad that, i'm glad it was good i'm glad it meant your yeah. Seal of approval. No, I still absolutely. remember seeing the third one with you in the movie theater. Yeah, it was a fun that time. Was, I still think, yeah, the third one I think is still a fun ride. Yeah, it's not great, but it's fine. It's fine. It's a great ending. Oh, yeah. I, I even thought, like, the newest one was okay. I like Genesis. Genesis was great. I still haven't yeah. seen Salvation. Have not seen it. Don't I, plan to. Everyone says it's terrible. It's got some interesting things, like, from a special effects standpoint, but you don't care about that. Yeah. It's not good. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. I got no interest. Like that one just doesn't sound appealing. I don't. I don't need to see a movie in, like in like Terminator Future. Like that's no fun. Yeah, it wasn't as fun. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Genesis was actually pretty fun. I yeah, I really liked Genesis. It was good. It was a fun fun ride. Um, but this was this was this was I think I think of all the you know post uh, uh, Terminator One Terminator Two. I think this is the 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 third the third best. Nice. So. It's delightful. What would your order be? T2, T1, and then this one? Yeah, definitely. God, I'm super excited to see it then when it yeah. comes out. It's great. It's great. I highly recommend. Schwarzenegger's fun. He does some great stuff. I really like it. Damn, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I may have to go see it again. 
Ah. Uh... I, we haven't watched anything new here from a movie standpoint. We're getting ready to watch a whole bunch of Hallmark and Lifetime Channel Christmas movies when those start popping off. Nice. But we did watch, so we got Apple TV Plus, partially because we just got new phones, so we got it for free for a year, so why not? Um, do you know anything about the lineup for those shows? About what? Apple TV Plus. No. It's Apple's new streaming service. There's one called The Morning Show, which is essentially... Uh, let's let's pretend that there's a a fictional version of what is it? Whatever show that Matt Lauer was on, and all that shit with Matt Lauer show? blew up the Today Show. Let's just dramatize that or use that as the the inciting uh, action. No, it's it's actually pretty fun for what it is. I mean, it's not great, but it's still a good ride. Like I've enjoyed it so far. It's got a really it's got an interesting. It's got like a a good cast, which makes it good. The one I want to watch, because I'm sure, I'm not sure if it's going to be Ramjack material, though I think it might be, um, is the one called C, where um, Aquaman is the leader of a tribe of people in the distant future, Brad. Not a Terminator future, not a high-tech future. Humanity has been stricken blind, like, 100 or 300 years ago. Hmm. And we've just been living off, all of us are blind, just doing our thing. Uh, um, and then suddenly two kids are born that can see. So all hell breaks loose because it's an omen. Like we go, we go back to like a weird medieval kind of society, which is strange. I don't know that much about it. All the, the reviews are very mixed and they say it's unintentionally funny. So that's, that's enough for me to try to check it out. Yeah. I'm not sure because right, right. I know it'd be a little weird, but we'll see. I got an email recently that uh, Verizon says uh, they're going to give me a free year of uh, Disney Plus. Oh, nice. So I don't know. I mean. You have a Verizon Unlimited plan? Yeah. Nice. I mean, come I, on. I do, not, I do not have an unlimited plan. Why? Why not? I think the newer ones are actually just as expensive as the normal plan. How much do you pay for years a month? I think it's 40 For unlimited? Yeah. That's crazy. That's how much I pay. Well, yeah, what do you have? Like, uh, why don't you have unlimited? I have five gigs that can carry Mm. over. Friend. Do you have unlimited LTE? Let me see. Let me see what my plan is. Because I do know one of their Verizon plans was kind of junk. Because, not junk, but like you got, you still got more than five, but you got a certain amount of LTE data, and then it would lower you down to 3G after that. Which is fine. Like, 3G is good for some stuff, but... Let's see, my plan is unlimited. Um, oh, it says 80. It's 80 a month, okay. You have to say, there's no way they'd be 40. They, they are running some things that are like cloaked Verizon, where Verizon yeah. has a spin-up company that is them, but they're pretending to be someone else, and they're selling unlimited for 40. But it is like the tier down. Yeah, it's 80, but I, yeah, it's like, eh, it's whatever. I mean... Technically, my plan is unlimited because once I use all of my data, it then goes down to the lower speed, and I don't get charged for it. Yeah. But it's not un- it's not saying regardless. I, you you're living a, that unlimited life, and that's awesome. Lim- like going down to lower speed, I can't deal with. You can't. Can't. That's no good. It's no good. That's awesome because we're definitely going to get Disney Plus when that comes out. Yeah. I can't not. It's got all the Disney films on it. Can I can watch. The Mandalorian, which I just learned is a Star Wars thing. It's a Star Wars Western. I, like, I, I, what did I... Listen, 
I I know I'm not going to the websites. I'm not watching videos about shit. But I've seen every Star Wars movie. Like, <laughs> people talk about Star Wars and just throw around words. And I know there's, like, this whole, like, history of, like, books and comic books and, like, toys and things that you could know about if you wanted to. I get that that's all there. But people talk about shit like it's just like, oh, yeah, it's the Mandalorian. I, I heard people, I heard the word Mandalorian, like, a grip of times over the last year. I've had no idea what the fuck people were talking about. I thought it was, like, a book or something. Like, I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell the Mandalorian is. Now I know it's a Star Wars thing. What the fuck's a Mandalorian? I, I don't know. I think it's just, like, a cowboyish guy. I mean, because it is, like, like I said, it's, the whole premise is more Western than anything. When did you hear this word Mandalorian for the first time? It was probably about a year ago. Okay, that's when okay. they said they were going to do it. So it's not like a thing that everybody just knows that this, oh, it's Mandalorians, yeah. Oh, the Mandalorians, yeah, they were, oh, yeah, they were in Return of the Jedi. They were the ones that, I, I, I. I mean, the Mandalorians are a type of people. The Mandalorian, I guess, is just the sole Mandalorian on whatever planet that this takes place on. Never heard of a Mandalorian. But I don't remember. I know they did something. Like, they were supposed to do something big. Maybe they were in the third Star Wars. I don't know. But I also, I had never heard of Sith until, like, you know, the pre uh, end of the prequels. Oh, Like, yeah, yeah. I think it was, like, seeing, seeing ep- like, episode one. It was the first time I'd ever heard the word Sith. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, Sith. Yeah, we all know about the Sith. Darth Vader. Yeah, he's a Sith. It's like, okay, cool. Didn't get the memo. Didn't get the memo. Like, I just feel like I've seen these things, yet there is, like, a whole, like, fucking world that I, apparently, I'm just missing. I'm just missing. Like, I have no idea. People are just talking about <laughs> Star Wars shit, and I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, there's so much Star Wars shit. It's, it's... I mean, it's fine. Someone, it's fine. Yeah, totally. I just, I just am constantly surprised by what it seems like everybody else knows about. Like, if I was a person that was like, that's not my thing, like, if it's like Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, I fully understand, never watched it, never going to, not interested, I get that there's like all kinds of Game of Thrones shit that people could say that I'm never going to have heard of. I've seen every Star Wars movie. <laughs> why, why don't I know this shit? Why am I, like, why don't I at least have an awareness? Why don't I know that Mandalorian's a word? Because it seems like everybody else is well aware of Mandalorians. I mean, I'd heard of them, because I know that they're mentioned in one of the movies, and I guess in the books they're mentioned as well. I mean, I why mean, not? I but I don't—I couldn't tell you about the Mandalorians. I don't know yeah. what they do. All right, cool. Just checking. I'm just checking, because like it's—it's it's crazy to me. I feel like I'm on a different planet. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'm on Mandaloria. <laughs> I mean, I can't even. I'm kind of—I don't know. I'm kind of burnt out on Star Wars, to be honest. I mean, it'll still be fine. I'm still going to go see it. And of course, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian. But I don't know. I'm looking forward to other stuff on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Mainly going back and watching all those movies we watched in our childhood. Because most of those have been vaulted and I haven't seen in forever. And I really want to see what Joey and Vera think of them. Nice. Pretty sure Joey's not going to be as entertained. But Vera's going to be, like, beside herself with excitement. I, want, I wonder if they'll have that 80s... Um... Um, Shaggy Dog sequel. I think they do. Because, really? dude, they have a lot of back catalog. Dude, like they, if that's recently, in there, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be signing up day one with my free year. They got some deep cuts. Like, super deep. That that might get me. Oh, you got you the made-for-TV Shaggy Dog sequel? Down. Sign me up. 
they have a lot of, like, I think they have, I, I was shocked, I remember going through thinking, holy, they have the old uh, Swiss Family Robinson movie on there. Um, God, like everything from the 70s and 80s that no one has heard of. It's going to be fascinating. Nice. Nice. And all the new stuff that, you know, my kids like to watch, so I'm super excited for that. Uh, I did open a Dove Promise here. Um, Ooh. Alex, throw kindness around like confetti. Exclamation point. Hmm. Do you, do you throw a lot of confetti around? How do you throw confetti around? Don't. It's messy. No one likes confetti. It's trash. What's worse, confetti or glitter? Glitter. Smaller. Sticks to everything. Yeah. Not biodegradable. Can't get rid of glitter. It's a nightmare. But Confetti you can get rid of. You can vacuum yeah. it. Yeah, you sweep it up. That's fine. But still, it's garbage. Come on. That's unnecessary. Throw, so, oh, another way to word that was throw, what was it, kindness around? Mm-hmm. Like garbage. Like you would yeah. throw around garbage. Yeah. Tiny pieces of garbage. Yeah. Info celebration. Mm-hmm. So, Vera got a, um, we went to go get our flu shots. Did I talk about this already? No. On the show? We went to go get our flu shots, and I didn't tell her we were getting our flu shots because she is afraid of doctors. And I thought we weren't going to get very far into the doctor process without her freaking out because she's had, like, I guess baby panic attacks from going to the doctor, like, in the moment. We went to go We went to go get the shot. She was calm the whole time. When nice. the doctor called us back, she ran in there. We were both getting it at the same time. She's running in there. She's like, what's up? Hey, doctor. Walking around the room, like pointing at stuff. Daddy, look at the clock. Daddy, look at that. What's this? Very curious. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get a shot. And she's kind of watching. She's like, you getting a shot? Cool. No big deal. Her time to get a shot. She's a little bit like, no, I'm fine. Because the doctor says, no, oh, you want to get, is it your turn? She's like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Bye. And she tried to leave. And I was like, no, Vera, we had to get her shot. Put her up there. Set her down. Got her shot. She did, she only cried afterwards, like when they were pulling it out. She didn't cry when they stuck her. She just kind of looked at it, and they put it in, and then as they pulled it out, she started crying. All that to say, we left there, and she was upset. And what she wanted to make her happy was a figurine set of Frozen 2 action figures that were literally outside the doctor's office, purposefully placed there. Mm. I don't know. But it was like a f- display of Frozen stuff, and I was like, all right, we'll get you these Frozen action figures, which are pretty fun. Inside that box was confetti. So wait, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. So what the doctor's office has got some kind of, like, stick where so they're, they've, like... They've converted the the K, uh, like the uh, Toys R Us's into open clinics that they also sell toys now. That's how Toys R Us is, like, revamped itself. What the... F- what is this thing? I'm kidding of you, of course. I, but what is I, we this? Went to, so we went to Kroger, which has the little clinic, which is basically just okay, a little doctor's okay. office now. Okay. So there's a Walgreens reason there's, has there's, them. there's toys for yes, sale I'm sorry. at the doctor's I office. The, no doctor's office should have just toys around. That's I don't think. Like, That's a little weird. Like, listen, I don't trust our medical system whatsoever, um, and I wouldn't put it past them to like, hey, listen, uh, we got to make some extra money, so uh, uh, sell some fucking toys. To children. All, but that to say, if you had opened the package like they intended you to open it, there were little snowflake confetti, a lot of it, that would have just been like erupted out from the toys. Which, 
okay. I guess you could use that as a prop for kids, but also no, because this is a mess. This is right. confetti. As, as Brad mentioned, it's garbage. Thankfully, I opened it a different way, knowing, seeing the confetti. Wow. It was super neat in the packaging, Joe. As you shake it, it kind of like went around. You're like, oh, cool, but nope. Easily could turn into a uh, confetti bomb. It's no good. No good. Don't put confetti in kids' toys. No. It's weird. Also, a uh, choking hazard. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was paper, so it was at least a good confetti, but still, still, choking hazard for sure. Huh. We're fine. We don't have the flu yet, or hopefully. Nice. No ill effects either. It was fine. Nice. Nice. Friends, it's that super, super special time of the week where we chat about Nancy Drew Mysteries. I think he meant to say The Hardy Boys Nancy Drew Mysteries No karma That's true Episode 2 We watched episode 1 last time We watched one of these things And the mystery of Pirate's Cove Is the one I will have to be summarizing In as close to a minute as possible Without going over If I go over I've forgotten what we're doing here on Ramjack If I go horrendously under I'm a uh, Thanksgiving chump If I get from 55 to a minute We'll take it as a win You know but if I want to send us into the high holiday on the right spirit, Brad, I got to be a brave heart. I got to hit him in on the dot, which we try to do. What are the name of Nancy Drew's friends? Um, it's a George and uh, um, Ned. George is actually Georgina, I think. Georgia. They call yeah. it George for short. Georgia. I will say this. I think at one point the shows do cross over. No, they, yeah, there's a few. We talked about it last time. Oh, there's a few? Yeah. I, I saw uh, one of the episodes, like I saw like a little uh, thumbnail of one and I thought, great, that's what I want to watch. That's the ones that I, I, I can't wait for us to get to. Um, but yeah. So yeah, let's put a minute on the clock. Ready for this? See if I can do this, friend. All right. Let's do it. You'll be going in three, two, one, go. So Nancy and her friends are at a party, and uh, she decides to go off with them on a late-night uh, speedboat ride. They go past the old lighthouse, which happens to be on, and they notice that a lot of fish are dead in the water, flying fish, and we get a whole lesson about flying fish. Uh, we fi- It turns out that someone has finally decided to buy the lighthouse. Um, good thing that Nancy's father, I guess, is a real estate agent, and that one of her friends works with him. Uh, that friend has a crush on Nancy, but she, he's in the friend zone of his own design. At least that's what Georgia thinks, one of the other friends. Um, they find out that the guy who is going to buy the lighthouse is a kind of professor of the paranormal, which meaning not a professor, a fake, a phony. And he tries to scare the kids into thinking ghosts are in the lighthouse, but they're not, and he ultimately hides a treasure there that he stole so that it would seem like he found a buried treasure in this old lighthouse and went to elaborate lengths over the course of three years to do this. Didn't fool the feds. They were actually pretending to be ghosts in the lighthouse. It kind of ends with him going to jail. One minute! I did it. I did it for you, Brave Hearts. I did it for Brad. I did it for the show. I did it for Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Kukia. I did... I did it for the cheese whiz people. I'll be honest. I'll, for everyone. For the cheese whizzers. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I had cheese whiz. Years ago? Yeah. Like, when no. do you... Like, no. Who? who uh, yeah. No clue. Can, do they still make cheese whiz? Is that a thing? 
They got, I think so. I don't even know where I would find it in a store. <laughs> what aisle is Cheese Whiz on? I don't think it's on the cheese aisle. Like, I think it's on the uh, the cracker aisle, maybe? Okay, all right. The chip aisle? Where do you find Cheese Whiz? That's a store? great question. Everyone. Is it a dairy product? Le- is it is it is it with the is it with the aerosol cans? Do you find it uh, with the air fresheners? <laughs> Who knows? So I was thinking maybe peanut butter, because it's a condiment you put on crackers. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Uh, if anyone knows where you can find cheese was in a store, uh, please call in the hotline. Cheese was where are you? Cheese was where are you? Cheese was people. Let us know. <laughs> if you're Cheese Whiz people, uh, let us know where to find Cheese Whiz. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be looking for Cheese Whiz or something in the grocery store. Like, I got to find it now. Yeah. may not buy, probably won't buy any. Cheese Whiz kind of ranks there in the same level as candy corn, I guess, for food. <laughs> it's, the candy, it's the candy corn of weird, abstract food. No one We're just going to have, have a buffet of, like, uh, weird novelty things that you probably need to taste once every 20 years. <laughs> Oh, I got some cheese whiz and chicken biscuit crackers. Uh, yeah. I got uh, some candy corn. Uh, what else goes on this list of weird food items? Oh, there's uh, red and orange candies as well. <laughs> Mike and Ike's. Uh, Mike and Ike's, sure. All right. I was trying to get away from candy, but okay. Well, I mean, candy is something that there's so many varieties. I, I yeah. can't think of another food that's something that I'd only eat. Lucky every... Charms? Lucky Charms, maybe? Oh. Um. Fruity Pebbles would be the one for me that I... Oh, Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Had it once maybe five years ago. Before that, it was like another five years. It's mm-hmm. a... Mm-hmm. It's a five-year kind of thing. Guys, the year is 1977, oh and this is the second episode of the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew show, tag teaming. The Hardy Boys are up in Bayport, Massachusetts. Nancy is all the way down in Jersey, uh, in a place called River Heights. Now, guys, if you watched um, uh, Nancy Drew, I, you may be wondering, is George still possessed by a ghost? Um, they don't really touch on it in this episode. No, they don't. No, not um, not in this episode. Can't wait for next episode. Now, is is Ned? Does he has he figured out what to do with those cash bonds um, from that woman that was killed? No, we're not dealing with that this episode, guys. We're not dealing with it. Hopefully, <laughs> next episode we'll deal with those situations more. <laughs> so yeah, G- Georgia uh, is uh, one of Nancy's friends. Uh. Ned Nickerson is her father's paralegal. Mm-hmm. Well, he worked. Well, he's uh, not. I don't. I don't. Is he a paralegal? That's what it says on the website right oh, here. Okay. Well. Okay. I mean, I didn't know. I thought he was a kid, just in a. Yeah, I thought he was a like kid. He was just an intern. Somehow, yeah, was somehow working for her. Her dad didn't know he was actually a par. How is he a paralegal? He's like a kid. Dude, I don't know. Maybe. How do you get to be a, a paralegal? Maybe he's a weirdo creep. Did he do like a one of those correspondence courses? Like in '77, maybe. Like, it was this or TV VCR repair. <laughs> Took me six weeks. So they're at a, a swanky little party. It's someone's birthday, right? It's this mystery kid. This, this guy, I don't know his name. I can't remember it. Yeah. The rando guy. Nancy and him are dancing, I would say, in a weird way. <laughs> uh, 
there's some other people kind of dancing, but they're doing this thing where they're like dancing toward each other and like doing spins in a strange. I don't think she ever actually completely spins. I think she just turns backward and then turns back the way she did. Why wouldn't you just finish the spin? I don't know. It's a weird party, too. Like, there's a lot of old people at this party. I'm like, this is not a cool party. Yeah, so Ned is looking on longingly at Nancy, and Georgia comes over, a.k.a. George, and says, Dude, you've been friend-zoned. That's your problem. You should tell her how you feel. I can't do it. I'm the paralegal of her dad's... I... What does her dad do? He's a lawyer. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, her dad's law firm. I can't break that. I can't t- cross that line. What would she ever see in me, a Ned Nickerson? By the way, 2019 oh. Ned Nickerson is so much cooler than this Ned Nickerson. <laughs> this Ned Nickerson is weird. Like, I don't like him. No, he he's sucks. Mopey. Yeah, he sees his socks. <laughs> Ned sucks. I mean, maybe, I, I, maybe it's because he spent all that time in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Or... Well, he did commit, but unintentionally committed. <laughs> I mean, in, I, at, at first I thought George was a little cruel, because obviously Ned and Nancy cannot. I mean, come on. Yeah. But no, I think Georgia is just kind of who she is. Like she, she was genuinely, look, the guy whose birthday it is says, guys, let's go out on my, uh, my boat and go on a little cr- late night cruise. See if we can see some whales or something, or fish in the water. Flying fish. They they see the flying fish, but only as glimmers on the surface of the water, um, because they're dead, yeah. Brad. They're dead flying fish. Not so flying fish now, are we? Hmm. <laughs> they're pretty far from the coast. I mean, how many yards? Like hundreds of yards from the lighthouse. At least that's what it seems like. Yeah. We get like a little, we get a really good shots of these flying fish on camera because we're really learning about flying fish here. Um, They're putting a lot of time into that flying fish discussion. Also, like just the fact that this dude has a speedboat and like, like when he invites them out, Ned's like, I think it's too cold to go out. Ned, like, fuck off. Ned, wet blanket Nickerson. Seriously. Ned, naysaying Nickerson. I don't know, guy. What a bummer. Ned's trash. <laughs> no need for Ned. What do you think of George? George's okay. I love this. Okay, we'll we'll get to it pretty quick because it there's there's a lot, but not a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. They see a light in the lighthouse. It's been abandoned for a while. It's been abandoned for five years. Uh, Nancy's father is in charge of trying to f- like he's in charge of the property for the sellers. Yeah. And they're trying to sell it to get money to go back to their old Irish homeland. Well, they, yeah, they uh, want to take a vacation to Ireland because they're getting old yeah. and they, they won't have much time to to visit Ireland again. I'm like, you motherfuckers, you own a lighthouse. <laughs> like, And it's not your home. You just happen to own a lighthouse. And you're selling it so you have money for a trip to Ireland. That is weird. It is bizarre. But no one wants to buy an old la- lighthouse. Which... How stupid, because what would be cooler than having a lighthouse? Oh, dude, it'd be great. Like This lighthouse, if you fixed it up with all like those underground tunnels, would be fucking amazing. I mean, just make it into a cool bachelor apartment. Like, yeah, I live in a lighthouse. Awesome. You don't need my address. Just drive toward the light tonight that I shine over the coast. I mean, it's good okay. enough for Aquaman's dad. Truth. Yeah. A lighthouse bachelor pad, huh? 
I mean, that's the stuff the 1977 dream was, right? <sighs> um, Nancy is immediately like, we got to call my dad. We see that lighthouse. We got to go take me back to the shore. I got to call my well, dad. We got to call the sheriff is the main thing. Because clearly someone's in there. Bum, bum, bum. So they get the sheriff out there. It's the middle of the night. And by middle of the night, by the way, I mean everything is day for night shots. And it's real bad. Like, it's it's clearly daytime. There's no question whatsoever. Yeah, it's... um, Like, I, yeah, not even close to being dark. Um, but this year, I was like, I can't believe you got me out of bed at this hour of 3 p.m. or whatever the fuck. Um, you kids, don't you see there's a lock on the door that hasn't been touched in years? But there was somebody up there. Never. Couldn't happen. Look at this. This place is made of solid fucking brick. No one could get through here. It's impossible. <laughs> Sheriff, like... Don't they say something that spooks him? Like, she makes it sound like it... Not, It's not a ghost. They say something, he's like, we're not talking about that are we i don't remember what it yeah. was no, but no, it was yeah, like they spooked the sheriff yeah he's like well no one could have got in there how do you think it was done by ghost we're not talking about ghost right we're not talking about ghost <laughs> right i don't know if it's because it's the first episode it's got to be because of the way they were like going back and doing like fill-in shots of something but there's a lot of close-ups on nancy mm-hmm. Just like her face with a backdrop that it could easily have been keyed in or just like, hey, throw this up and we'll... And I don't know why they do that because they don't do it with a lot of the other characters, but it's her show, you know, it's her first show. So this is the Nancy that we're supposed to do. Not Georgia's not Nancy, okay? Don't get those two women confused. That's Georgia. This is Nancy. Yeah. George, I, Georgia is sometimes Asian. Uh, we're not going to explain it, guys. We're not going to explain it. Sometimes she's an Asian no. um, woman that runs a restaurant. Sometimes Ned's black. All right, listen. Just focus on Nancy, all right? Just focus yeah. on Nancy. Um, the next day, uh, they find out that there is a person who's trying to buy the lighthouse. This uh, cool, hip professor, new in town. What's his profession, Brad? What is he the uh, What is he the professor of? Uh, he's his specialty. He's a He's a spook professor. Um, he investigates spooky shit. Come again? He, he's a ghost hunter He's professor? a paranormal uh, uh, investigator slash mm. professor slash fakey McGee. Yeah, regular Egon and Ray. Mm. Except ghosts aren't real in this universe. Also, he's uh, Blanche Devereaux's gay brother. No way! Yeah, I was, just, I was trying to figure who he was forever. I, was like, I know I've seen this guy on something, and he's been on literally everything in the world. But no, he was he was Blanche's gay brother. Interesting. So Nancy convinces George to go with her to go check out this lighthouse because she's going to get to the bottom of it. Nancy is a sleuth. She's a am- what doesn't she call herself later an amateur like investigator or something? Uh, probably a part time investigator or something. Don't know what she's doing with her life again. I have no idea how old she is. Busybody like, narc. She- Busybody narc <laughs> is what her job title is, and we'll get to that. So, yeah, we cut back. We cut to them. Look, she, her and George are at the lighthouse, and they've got, like, a little um, saw, a hacksaw, and they're trying to saw the lock off, which is legal because Nancy's father, I I guess, has the ability to do this with his job. And granted, yeah. he does, not Nancy, but they're related. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Nancy is going, up, going upstairs, and she sees 
spooky footprints, which means somebody was definitely up there. Um, There's also spooky tire tracks that go right to the ledge, Brad. Mm. Right to the ledge of the cliff. Mm. What does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, but then... Oh, Ned and George uh, meet the owner. Uh, he's outside. And he's like, ah, I don't know anything about spooks. I just bought this place because I'm a spooky dude. And they're like, oh, well, I saw, uh, I saw footprints, so let's go check them out. But the footprints are gone now. Someone sweeped away the dust. Was it a spook? Ooh. Creepy. Is it? There, there is a part of this scene where they're like going into the lighthouse and they're both kind of scared. And there's like a, a really fake bat that comes in on a string, which I'm thinking, is that going to play out later? That someone lowered a bat? Like they're going to be like, hey, this bat wasn't real. It was on a string. Because <laughs> we can tell. And there's like a, a George is like, I, you got this one right, Nancy. You go up there and see if those footprints are up on the very top of the lighthouse. I got to go outside and see what's going on. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, not as weird as Spook Professor like hitting on Nancy and her friend. Yeah, it's real, real creepy. Creep vibe and right in front of Ned. Ned, I'm not going to say a fucking word, Nick or Nickerson. Oh, I mean, yeah. But yeah, the professor's like, hey, listen, uh, listen, if you guys want to do some paranormal investigating, uh, you can come back tonight uh, and uh, hang out. And I'll just be, uh, you know, staying up late watching for spooks if you want to come over. Yeah, All right, teenage over. girls. I mean, Ned, you can come like, too, but like, whenever. <laughs> I really want you here. Um, stay home, Ned. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But Nancy, definitely come over. George, if you want to come over too, okay, fine. But Nancy, definitely come over to my spooky lighthouse. <laughs> I mean, just the idea that somebody has the money to be like, I'm going to buy a spooky lighthouse. All the red flags. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's spooky? That's my thing. I'm buying that lighthouse. That's too much money. You shouldn't have that kind of money. No, you have, like, fuck you money to buy creepy lighthouses? Who are you? Where did you come from? Yeah. You're a professor and have that kind of money? Bullshit. Yeah. Even in the 77, you weren't making that kind of cash. No. How much does the lighthouse cost? Oh, it's got to be expensive. I, Even if it's run I down don't like know. this one, Like, I feel expensive. like now it would be expensive because it's cool. But, like, in the 70s, maybe, like, hmm. I, I don't think people appreciated, like, the weirdness. Je so you're saying it's, like, Jackson, Tennessee house pricing? Yeah, this I, think, is also I think so. It's a, it's a no-name town, River Heights, New Jersey, mm -hmm. on the coast, abandoned lighthouse. You think in less than 100000 I mean, in modern day, I think it might, yeah, I think so. I don't know what it would have been then. Can't figure out those conversions. Um, but yeah, I think so. What would, you, what would you do with a lighthouse? It'd be awesome. What do you mean? What would I do? Uh, well, okay, let me let me rephrase it because we already talked about it. it would be the bachelor pad. It would be amazing. Yeah, it would just be, it would a be cool. A I'd make it into a cool place. Yeah, I'd love to live in a lighthouse. I mean, any like any place that's how, neat like that, like yeah, it'd be awesome. How often would you turn the light on? I mean, I mean, it's not really needed anymore. We got GPS and stuff. It's just here's like, my question: Are you allowed to just turn the light on? Like, is there like? Because I feel hmm. like is that like a a thing like legally like. If you own a lighthouse, can you just have it on, or, or do you get into like weird like maritime law and shit, and like that's like a, is that regulated by a coast guard or something? It might be. You may not be allowed to turn it on. You wouldn't turn it on just for a second. 
I mean, of course, see what it was like. of course, I turn it on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you gotta turn it on to see what's up. I mean, my big goal though is really I, just, I got I gotta build some kind of fenced in area for Cromwell because that's my main goal. This place would be awesome for Cromwell. If oh, you put a you'd good love fence it. around this you'd thing. Love it. God, can you imagine little Cromwell just looking out over the the ledge, just looking <gasps> out to just the sit, sea. just sitting there with Cromwell, a little Cromwell. The sea dog. Oh. oh, dude, you guys would have so it's much the fun. Best in the life. House. It's the best life. This guy just wants a piece of that. Yeah. And the ghosts that live there. And Nancy. Yeah. So, uh, we immediately, we cut back to uh, uh, Dad. And Ned's like, uh, Mr. Drew, you can't, you can't let Nancy uh, go stay with this creep uh, spook professor. And Mr. Drew's like, um, listen, I'm the dad here. I'm an old man. I get to make decisions. I think whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> if Nancy wants to go ghost hunting with her friend George and this older man who's attracted to her and leering at her, then sure, why not? Listen, this man has a fuck you lighthouse money, so I, he might be a good catch. Maybe I can get this daughter of mine married off to a wealthy spook hunter. <laughs> it's an exciting life. She's an investigator. They could hit it off. Let it happen, Ned. If it was going to happen with you and Nancy, it would have happened a long time ago. It's but you let her happen. put you in the friend zone. So, I mean, pfft. George was right. We talk about it all the time. My eyes on George. I mean, no, I, no, I'm Nancy's dad. Yeah. It's real It's real weird. And he's like, yeah, I think this is a great idea. And Nancy's like, oh, yeah, George is going to go too. Okay, whatever. Cool. Like, Ned, do you want to go? No. All right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, hey, Dad. Like, um, what is dad doing? Does dad just go home and like read his paper, watch his shows, and go to sleep with a book? Or does his dad have his own nightlife that we don't know about? Well, I mean, I, when he's not hiding um, the evidence of someone he killed years ago, who knows? Who knows? Hmm. Probably more on that next week. <laughs> so, yeah, they go back at night. The guy has made out this whole spread of snacks. He takes them to the basement, which should be all the red flag you need. Run away, run away now. Yeah. This cool dungeon area, I've I got, guess. Oh, I've got fruit and chocolate and cheese and like, what? All right, cool. Doesn't Nancy say something that's weird? Like, she makes things awkward, which she should because nothing about this is right. But I remember the guy being like, what? Now we know that she was right to call him on this stuff. I think she says something about how ghosts aren't real, which they aren't. Well, basically, she, on on the on the ride there, um, she's telling uh, George, like, "Hey, listen, I think he's gonna try to uh, he's gonna try to spook us with spooky happenings. So uh, I, we're gonna catch him because um, I think he's up to something." And when they get there, um, he's like, "Oh, I hope we see some spooks." And she's like, "I bet you do hope that." It's <laughs> like what? Just saying. <laughs> There's like an awkward beat where he looks at her like, huh? And they just awkwardly continue. Yeah, because she's immediately suspicious, but he's like five layers deep into the kookiest plan ever. So. Oh, yeah, his plan is awesome. Kooks, but... Yeah. So Nancy, uh, George, and Professor Spooks just hang out in his basement for like three hours just chatting. Yeah. He's got all this high-tech stuff. Like, his, look, I got the whole lighthouse microphone. I, like, I... This I'm not going to miss a second of our conversation or whatever else happens. I don't like this Chris Hansen situation where he's got like these chocolate chip cookies and like it looks like coffee and a 
I, all in fruit and like a cheese plate. Like, he is like really laying it on thick to like, uh, like seduce these teenage girls. So they're just chilling in an hour three, pretty close. They start hearing spooky sounds. Ooh. George real sounds George too, because it's like the fuck out. By the way, oh yeah, like there's a real thunderstorm happening outside, but there's other stuff happening. Yeah, and then uh, Nancy uh, turns off the tape recorder <laughs> <laughs> because it turns out it wasn't recording; it was just playing a tape. And at the three-hour mark, dude had spliced in these creepy sounds. And he gets caught and is just like, yep. I mean, I tried, right? You can't blame an older guy from trying. Just, trying what? Dude. Uh, well, I guess I'll reveal my scheme right now. Uh, you see, uh, I'm treasure hunting. Okay. So what he tells them is that, uh, listen, he's... Uh, Ned put something weird in the fucking contract because Ned's a nerd um, that would cap him from getting the uh, rights to uh, buried treasure. Yeah, because apparently buried treasure is a thing in lighthouses up and down the coast. It's... Well, he said because basically there's something in there about basically because there's oil um, in the area. So um, Ned put something in there just in case there was like if they hit oil that like he wouldn't have the the mineral rights to it. Um, was their reasoning, but still, like, fuck you, Ned. I mean, just think about that for a second. You buy some property, but there's some weird arcane bit of uh, nonsense in the contract that if you strike oil on your own land, it's not yours. It's pretty weird, mate. Like, I mean, again, I don't, I don't know about like private ownership of land and resources like that shouldn't be owned anyway. But you know who should definitely not be owning it is like the previous owner or the lawyer that's involved with the sale, or the state. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure how this shapes out. Well, I, this, I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, the state would own it, but it would be, I mean, it would be owned by all the people. Brad, are you talking about socialism or communism? I'm talking about communism, yes. I so random aside really quick I have a friend who a company approached his family and said hey we're digging around deep underground and we're kind of under your property and we may or may not have found something will you sell us the rights to what we find down there and they did for thousands of dollars you know they must have made hundreds of thousands right whatever was under there was expensive I'm assuming right you don't just give your property rights away for thousands of dollars yeah do you? I don't know. I how guess you can't do anything with it. I mean, how many thousands of dollars? They definitely got fucked over. Like, did they talk to a lawyer about this? I honestly don't know. I just remember them talking about it. Um, I'd love to find I may have to text them and find out. This was a long time ago. Oh. I think it was less than 10000 or it was just over $10,000. Enough to where you'd be like, well, wait a minute. What the fuck did you find under there? Yeah. I, I don't think that's enough. <laughs> Also, yeah. I would be very questionable about what this company is because if maybe it's like a fucking fracking company or something, they're just going to destroy everything. Ooh, natural gas under your place. Yeah. Careful. So, um, after they find out that the ghost show was fake and the dude's treasure hunting, they go back to dad. Dad says, okay, well, you know what? Um, We're gonna- but most important thing, when they go back to dad, dad's like in his pajamas and wearing... <laughs> I forgot about this. He's wearing a robe with epaulets. <laughs> Best dressed or worst dressed? Like off the bat, I, I respect I epaulets mean, on a robe. I've never listen, seen one. I love epaulets. I like. I wish every piece of clothing I had had epaulets. It's great. 
Like, but like, this motherfucker has got a fucking robe with epaulets. <laughs> like, that's a weird item of clothing. I I agree. It's a bizarre item. It's pretty cool though. I like it. It's it's pretty awesome. I mean, I love the fact that we're like in real seventies. Everybody's we got a bunch of turtlenecks. Ned's wearing a turtleneck in this scene. Uh, uh, Professor Spooks is wearing like a almost a turtleneck, but it's like a big like sweater but with a jacket, which is pretty cool. If the seventies were the time of epaulets on your bathrobe, oh. or like even nighttime robe, the seventies were a lot cooler than I thought they were. Yeah, and I thought they were cool already. Manzies, epaulets on your robe, like. I gotta put a couple of thoughts behind that. He has two robes. He knew company was coming, and that's when he puts on the epilogue, when he needs to be command, like, the room. Oh, I just woke up like this and threw this on. Man. Now let's negotiate. I want double the price of what it was, and you have to make sure that whatever you find on that property, um, the original guy or the original sellers get 10% of the profits? Um, that's bonkers. Well, this deal is insane because there's no guarantee you're going to find anything. Yeah. Like, the doubling the price is pretty crazy. Um, but, I mean... Did he buy it then? Like, just straight up buy it? Because later... I don't understand because... As well, they're the, in the process of... Because they find the treasure, and we're about to get to that point. And then they take it back, and the owner, current owner, is like, Oh, you found the treasure. This is great. And I get 10% of this? It's like, well, no. Right? It's a hundred percent yours right now. Well, like, how does that shape out? Like, I don't understand that. No, because the finders keepers. I understand the finders I keepers mean, law. It's, it's real it's crazy, as old yeah. As... Because they are in the process of like finalizing this deal. Um, but yeah, like it is real questionable of like how old man doesn't. I mean, I guess just because they're not assholes. Um. But technically, yeah, I guess old man should own it, even though, like, I don't know why he's, I mean, we know why, because there's a wacky scheme involved, but it seems like you would wait until you fully own the property before you discover the treasure. Which I guess they would have if Nancy and Ned hadn't gotten in the way. But why even, like, bring the treasure in? I don't know, heavy, eager? This dude's been waiting three years for this. Couldn't wait another week? Impatient. Dude, it took him everything he had just to wait three years. Uh, but I do think this is, yeah, this the idea of, like, charging double because there might be treasure plus 10%. Fuck that 10%. Like, listen, again, again, I don't like the idea. Like, private ownership of, like, uh, it's weird. Like, a lot of questions there, but especially of, like, mineral rights and stuff and, like, buried treasure, like, whatever. But, like, if you buy it, if we're going to be in a society where you're buying a property and owning land like if you buy it you own it who doesn't get a cut of that is like former people that lived there and like lawyers i mean agreed it's a little weird super weird so of course nancy and ned go down to the shoreline to see if there's any hidden tunnels or whatever to go and meet the lighthouse because they're convinced that none, even though there's the fake ghost doctor or professor, they did see something there, mm-hmm. and it the doc, nothing that they've done with Doctor Spooks or Professor Spooks accounts for that. Yeah, someone they else find is, a new, he's got to be in on it with somebody because again, how else did those uh, footprints get uh, wiped away? New cave entrance at the bottom of the uh, on the shore. 
Oh, guys, tide is a thing. You live on the fucking beach and you don't know this. They go into this cave underneath the lighthouse. Of course, tide's coming in and they almost drowned because they're dumb kids. They find like a, a hatch or something, like a, a sealed like submarine or boat hatch underneath the lighthouse that leads to this cave. Well, I know they, yeah, it's not like a, it's not sealed. It's just uncovered. Uh, like it's been blasted open, which. Oh, no, I meant the door they find once they're oh, inside, sorry. but you were right. Okay. This cave is new because it was yeah, blasted which open. Which is why all the fish died. Because. So when tide, you will go ahead. When the tide, when the tide was in, um, because it would have been loud and it would have masked the sound of the dynamite exploding the old entrance to the cave, question mark? They sealed the cave. There's a whole bunch of other stuff about, like, a, a, a supposed pirate treasure or, like, some sort of thing that someone made there, which is actually an imposed map of something in Florida. It's weird. Yeah. There's a libraries thing that happens when George goes to New York to shop with her mom. Oh, I don't... I, I, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Let's just get into that real quick. Because, yeah, he... Um, Professor Spooks shows him... Uh, this whole thing came because he read a ghost story and a book that one of his students gave him three years ago. Um, that has a story about the lighthouse on it. Uh, but Nancy realizes, um, three years ago, um, this is a motherfucking library book, and it was checked out last <laughs> year. Also, this guy stole from a library. Motherfucker. Hmm. So, uh, this doesn't check out. Uh, but, um, when George is gonna go to New York the next day with her, uh, mother, uh, Nancy's like, hey, while you're in New York City, why don't you go to the big library there? And see if you can find this book. You mean the New York Public Library? Why don't you just say that? What are they, she doesn't. Is there, what is there, like, copyright against saying New York Public Library? I don't think so. The big Bad library. Oh. Maybe there was another big library at the time. It was the 70s. Se- I 70s, we had the other know. big library. There were two libraries, but one was slightly bigger. There was a huge campaign about it. One of them won. Yeah. But yes. But that also means that back in the 70s, they spent all day in New York and what? Two hours was spent at the library trying to find this book because it was the Dewey Decimal System. It's the big library. And it's. Ah. Uh, like, we barely had computers in 77. Like, oh, well, there was running no computers. around doing shit. There was no. It was all card catalog, friend. I mean, yeah. So they went shopping. Like, how do you, how do you make a day of that? How do you go to the big library to find this obscure book? Well, and then okay, how here's you what you do. Go here's, here's what you do. Um, first thing in the morning, you call the library, talk to a librarian, say, hey, could you find this book for me? And then you there go do you your go. shopping, then you stop into the library. Perfect. Yeah. And that would have been second nature to people back in the day. Yeah. And then you use the, the uh, photocopier to uh, make a copy of the chapter. She just stick up, takes the book, though, right? She checks it out? No, she makes a copy. She, she oh, says very clearly, I used the photocopier to make a copy of the chapter. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so Ned and Nancy uh, find the cave, and uh, of course the tide's coming in. And these dummies are like, oh, the tide's coming in. Should we keep going or turn around? And they don't really make a decision for a while <laughs> as the water is rising. And they're like, well, let's turn around. No dummies, keep going. You know there's another way out. Yeah. But instead you turn around and of course, then the water's too high. It's so weird because they say we've been walking uphill, but the water's like up to our ankles or knees. It's like you ain't getting back. So out. let's go back downhill. <laughs> yeah, we can just swim out. Nope. So there is a secret 
uh, in the basement, there is a secret uh, entrance to the underground tunnels of the lighthouse. And uh, Professor Spooks goes down in there to see what's up. He can kind of hear them screaming for help behind the uh, the capped door that leads into the, like, I guess, the waterproof area of, or the sound. But anyway, he's on the other side thinking, should I save these brats or should I just let it's, them drown? It's real crazy. Am I a murderer? Like, it's been three years. I've got this elaborate plot. I mean, because here are the questions. What's going through his mind? Is it A, maybe I should just let these kids die? <laughs> That's one option. Or two, is it like, ah, oh, this way they'll find the treasure and then it'll look even, it'll, I'll look even less connected to it. I mean, which is crazy, because like, what are the chances they don't just like steal your shit? <laughs> you don't know these kids? Like, I mean, technically, yeah. Like, if I found some fucking treasure, I'm definitely stealing some of it. You know what's bullshit? So, you're, I think it is the maybe some of the latter more than the former, because he opens the door once she finds it, uh, the treasure. He's like, "All right, I can I can save them now or whatever." Though I don't know how well he does because there's so much fucking water. Yeah. All these people didn't get like whisked away. So the bullshit part is Ned and Nancy. It's it's up to their shoulders, and Ned's like, "Nancy, get on my shoulders," and she's and keep crying for help. Maybe someone will hear you. Like, this is the desperate... Like, Ned will die. I mean, Ned's mind, he has prepared himself for death. And he's like, do what you can, Nancy. It's all right. She gets on his shoulders. She kind of finds a compartment or like a cave above the door and goes up there. And then instead of grabbing him and bringing him up to the safer place, she sees a treasure chest. It's like, I'm going to open this thing. It's almost like Nancy doesn't care about other people. Ned in particular. Yeah. Like, Nancy was so black. Like, a treasure? Ned is drowning below. I like mean, Ned, when the water rises high enough, he should be able to just swim up into that little hole and join Nancy, though. You think? I hope. But why don't you help him up But anyway? she could try to help. But, you know, at the same time, I kind of get, though. Like, if you get a chance to, to lose <laughs> Ned, maybe this is just, this is the time. Oh, I forgot you were down there. Oh, no, Ned, you drowned ah. and died. Guess I don't have you, like, lurking around anymore. I mean, hanging around. I mean, being a friend. Hmm. So, yeah. he uh, Spooks opens the door. All the water rushes through. They go back to D- Dad's law firm. You'll never guess we found this treasure. You only get 10% of it. You'll be able to go back and forth to Ireland as much as you want now. So this motherfucker got... He got double the price, asking price of the lighthouse, plus um, was it uh, two hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, it was two hundred thousand dollars for them, though it was millions of dollars. What was it? It was like was it three or ten million dollars for the dude? Well, yeah, ten million dollars for Professor Spooks. Well, uh, minus um, whatever, like two hundred thousand for old man plus his lawyers. Yeah. Plus whatever he paid for the lighthouse, which yeah. wasn't two hundred thousand. No, probably the equivalent of I I I would say I'm gonna guess sixty thousand dollars. I'm thinking like it's a Tennessee. I'm thinking it's a it's a, it's a nice yeah. Jackson house um, yeah. in today's money. So I'm gonna say sixty thousand dollars. So one hundred twenty thousand dollars plus two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred sixty thousand dollars. Well, but that two hundred thousand dollars in today's money as well, guys. This dude got like half a million dollars. so nancy can't leave well enough alone george comes back with her report 
And she has to go back to the lighthouse because she has to let Spooks know that she's on to him, that she knows what really happened. <sighs> Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? Why would you do it by yourself like an idiot? Uh, it's a great question. If you had to do it, no. But if you had to do it, why would you do it by yourself? Because she goes there, confronts him, and says, guess what? I found out your little scheme. So the gist of it is, uh, he he's using this as scheme because basically he's laundering money. So he got a bunch of money, and then he basically um, converted it to gold coins and then hid it as a treasure um so that he wouldn't, so that he could have an excuse for uh, having this, and uh, no one would be the wiser. Because what we learn is, he robbed a, like a <laughs> he robbed a plane and parachuted away like a DB Cooper situation. Super easy to do in the seventies. Like, how did you get? To, what, where was ten million dollars on a plane? What what kind of plane is this? Ten million dollars is a lot of cash. Yeah, like this so is like, absolutely he's DB Cooper basically. Yeah. And what he tells her, he's like, oh, damn it, I, I I, parachuted away, and I broke both my legs, and I was in the forest for three months. Like, what? With, like, a pallet of cash beside me? Like, like what are we how? talking about? That, does, that, that makes the least sense of anything. The fact that he would just be two broken legs, surviving in the woods by himself again, <laughs> with a large pile It was originally $11 million, but I had to eat a million dollars to survive. <laughs> You can live off paper even though it's super gross. Your body can metabolize. Yeah, it's something to eat other than... Anyway. So Nancy, like, calls him out on it, and he's like, How many people know you're here? Everybody. No, Nancy. (laughs) They wouldn't have let you come out here. Good call. Come on. Good call. So he follows, because she's running. She's like, fuck! So she's running away, and he's like, Nancy, I don't want to do this, but I've worked really hard for, like, three years to painstakingly find and through like what like mailing i mean this is something this, yeah it's an elaborate plan like he's like he had to like convert all of this currency into gold coins like he through like mail order through europe like it's insane I, again this is where you just offer her a cut like listen i get it but this is the only way i could get the money so here's what i'm gonna do one million dollars. One million dollars. Because you've got... Once you have over ten in the 70s, you're set. You're golden. You're fine. Nancy, a million dollars can get you out of River Heights, New Jersey. Yeah. You don't have to be in a stupid town where they put, like, buckets of salt water by their door to to find out if they're going to die in the next year. Or whatever the fuck happens in this weird town. It's a strange... It's a strange time. But why wouldn't you do that, I guess? Yeah, I just immediately, like, I mean, uh, she's a narc, so she's probably not going to take him up on it. But, like, you got to try. Don't just kill her. Like, yeah. just uh, bribe. Bribe, 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 bribe. Bribe. Two million. You got it off. You got enough. Yeah, she's got a price. Come on, everybody's got a price. Everyone has a price. Come on. Nancy, be reasonable. What's your price, Alex? If you found out this information... What are you asking for? I wouldn't be greedy. If someone offered it, and if I was in a position where I thought I needed to take it and could, I'd be cool with a million. I mean, the part of me is like, oh, half of it. <laughs> I'm keeping your secret? Whoa. Sorry. I give me half. I See, I was going to say, I, I'd sell for half a million. 
No, not half a million, half of the total. I know, I know that's what you're saying. Six million. I'm not greedy. I, I want half of your money. Um, yeah, no, I'm. I. I five hundred thousand. I could go as low as five hundred. Listen, five hundred thousand wipes out my student loan debt, and then I still got plenty of money. But you could have more. Money I, sure, I could. Yeah, but you could have listen. six million dollars. You got this person over the thing. Look. No bad will. Just give me six million dollars. Six million dollars. I think he might try to kill me. I, I, I'm not. I'm not risking that much. Listen, he's not gonna be able to kill you. Uh, Come I on. I think he comes at you with a knife. You have a good chance of like. Well, then no one has the money. Yeah. I. Yeah. Also, like the more money you got, like then you've also got to figure out how the hell you're getting the money. Like, wh- how's that work? What is he just another gonna... lighthouse up? The... <laughs> I mean, how are you gonna launder the like the situation? Like, well, he doesn't even have to launder. He can just give it to you. Yeah. Just like, look, but it's gonna be. Give you this money. You think it's not gonna be suspicious when he gives you half of the money just because you helped him find the treasure? That's crazy talk. Like, how, I mean, five hundred thousand, like a million. I think millions are reasonable. I, 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 but I'm just saying, I, I would, I would be okay if I only got offered half a million dollars. I think you'd leave the money on the table, friend. I think you could get more. I probably could, but you know what? Hey, I'm not getting murdered. Everyone's going to walk around fine. Um, old man's going to Ireland. Everybody <laughs> wins. Does that old man even get to go to Ireland? No, now? absolutely not. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Nancy the narc. That's why fuck but, Nancy. No. Unless they can sell the lighthouse, which is going to be almost impossible now. Yeah, no. Definitely. So, not. yeah, they're... They're over on the ledge. The dude's about to, like, kill her. And the feds come out of nowhere. Because the feds were apparently the ghosts. Yeah, they were the ones up there. Because they've been trying... They've been... These motherfuckers have spent the last three years trying to catch this guy. Um, you assholes don't have anything better to do. Like, you're gonna spend three... Like, this... Listen, I feel like this guy has worked so hard for this money, he deserves to keep it. I... Yeah. What's the crime? He stole $10 million from a plane... I'm pretty sure it was probably whatever this plane was that had ten million dollars on it. Big questions there. First of all, I'm pretty sure everything was insured. Um, I think the only people that lost out were the insurance company. So don't really care. Um, you motherfuckers have been tracking this guy. Why don't you do something for real? Like why don't you track something that's actually a problem? Why don't you just following this guy around, like forcing Who him? Who did to he do- steal from? That's he stole it from. It's it came from a plane, so I I don't know what that means. These feds were bought. This isn't what they. Now would I gotta look up DB Cooper because is... like why was why was that money on a plane? Because clearly this is what that's this is based on. Oh yeah. Um. Oh yeah, because at one point uh, Nancy's like, listen, you don't have to murder me. Uh, you'll go to prison for for life, and he's like. Yeah, you hijack a plane, you go to prison for life too, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Which is pretty, it's pretty solid burn. Um, <laughs> let's see, D.B. Cooper uh, hijacked a Boeing 727, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he extorted, uh, oh, oh, he extorted $200,000 200, in a ransom. Okay, so the, oh, yeah, it was the ransom for hijacking the plane. That makes sense. Yeah. So this is like, oh, this is like state money. Oh fuck yeah! He keeps the money. Let him have the money. He earned it. If you pull, if you pull a scheme over on the state, and they pay you ransom and you get away with it, guess what? You win. There has to be like a heist statute of limitations. Like, look, if it's past two years yeah. and we haven't found you, it's yours. Yeah, absolutely. You got us. 
Well, yeah. We have feds for crying okay. out loud. Statue of limitations. Um, in 1976, discussion arose over impending um, expiration of statute of limitations of hijacking. Um, most published legal degree that it would make little difference. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so that was 70s. So when did it happen? So it was 71. So five years seems to be statute of limitations. Hmm. And this guy made it three years. He was two years away. He just held out two more years. He couldn't. Still, I, he gets to keep the money. Fuck, fuck these it. cops. Well, I, I, there's also questions about how they actually got in the lighthouse and what the fuck they were doing. Because they were in the lighthouse and then they weren't? Like, where the fuck did they hide? Where did they go? Great question. Um, we don't see them at all? Well, I assume they went down, down to that, uh, you know, down to the caves. By the way, there's also a spooky skeleton in the caves. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That was, like, chained there that died. Oh. No one's talking about that person. No. We'll get a close-up on it. Um, that's pretty much the show. Nancy ruins everyone's life. Yeah. <laughs> Our fun times. Everybody could have been happy. But fucking Nancy the narc couldn't leave she well enough alone. Right. She just had to be right, Brad. So no, and now that old man doesn't get to, now that old man doesn't get to go to Ireland. That old man thought he just sold his lighthouse for double its value, plus two hundred thousand dollars. Now, nothing. Zilch. Nancy owes him money. Nancy owes him. Uh, uh, Brad has decreed as judge as judge of the Ram Jack podcast Uh, Nancy has to pay up he's gonna be dead soon that old man just wants to go to Ireland and this fucking fool got in the mix and cost him like oh my god so much fucking money like if if you Alex if 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 $320,000 $320,000 fell into your lap with no effort on your part and then some fucking teenage narc fucked you out of it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm beginning to feel your rage. I... Put in those situations. 300000 Nearly 400000 In my lap. Cool. Third of a million dollars. Snatched away by the actions of a teenage narc looking out for the feds. Yeah, I don't know about it. So we know who lost. Well, part of me wonders if it's not the guy at the beginning whose birthday it was, because we never see him again. Uh, that dude owns a boat. So you're saying the person who lost was the owner of the lighthouse, yeah, right? Yeah, that old man. He lost a third of a million dollars man. overnight. Him like, and his wife, he, but yeah. Him and his wife like definitely went out to the nicest restaurant um, in town. Like that night to celebrate. They're like, we're going to Ireland, and in fact, we're we're gonna call right now, and we're gonna we're gonna book the finest hotels across Europe. We're gonna make this a giant vacation. This is this is our retirement. This everything's worked out perfectly. Next day, oh god, we have to, we have to cancel it all. We have to can't. Some of that was not refundable. Oh god, what do we do? Oh. You think any of them had to like? You think it went to a dark place after this? Yeah. You think? You think maybe one of them didn't survive? Definitely. Nancy's a murderer now at this point. Because yeah. it's her fault. It is definitely her Absolutely. fault. Absolutely. Well, that's what he—that's what the old man wrote in his suicide note. 
And then his wife was so uh, struck uh, by his death that she had a stroke, and she spent the next 15 years um, in uh, in a terrible like state after surviving a stroke, bedridden. Oh, am I? Oh no! Barely able to communicate, constant agony and pain because of Nancy fucking Drew. See, in my mind, instead, um, she breaks out uh, S- Professor Spooks, and then they, together over a three-year period, find a uh, construct a mystery that Nancy can't re- like walk away from, and they find a way to get back at her mm. together. I like it. They find love too in a hopeless place. Um, who won, Nancy? <laughs> As an agent of chaos, as a, I mean, I mean, who else could could win? Uh, her dad. He negotiated a good deal, even though it didn't come to fruition. He was able uh, to do no, it. No, because he so didn't get his cut. Gets... True. Um, maybe Ned. Ned's can't win anything. That's Ned true. almost died. That's true. Well, I guess since he didn't die. Uh, yeah, I guess Nancy. Nancy the Narc wins. She destroyed everyone's happiness. Mm. Got away with it. Is gonna go to do it again. Mm. Best dressed, worst dressed. Nothing Ned wears is good. I mean, I dig the the. Oh, I like the turtleneck in that jacket he's wearing near the at the end. Well, not the end. Where is that? Um, best dress has to be Epaulette's robe, right? That, yeah, just because it's cool. On principle, it's cool as fuck. Now, there's a lot of cool like you like turtlenecks with blazers and yeah. Like, like, all of that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I do think Nancy's blazers and shirts are better than Ned's. Like, yeah. Ned's just kind of bland on purpose. Nancy's got some flair. I kind of like her shirt at the end where it's got, like, I, we don't get to see a lot of it, but it's got stripes with, like, a shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's neat. Like, she's... I like George's, like, cool bell bottoms, too. Oh, yeah. Like, we're really in a time. But, I mean, a robe with epaulets is fucking awesome, and I want it. Yeah. That's... There you go. Uh, worst dressed. Uh, oh, maybe Ned um, when they're in the cave. It's a lot of brown. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like brown. I mean, because everyone else is on point pretty much throughout the entire thing. Professor Spooks is just... I, he's got his... He's, yeah, he looks pretty cool, actually. I like that jacket. He's got his professor look down. Yeah. I guess Ned, yeah, and all brown everything. Yeah. Put some flair in it, Ned. God. Seriously. All right. Well, that's... That's Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. I kind of want to watch more. I want to see who else she fucks up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to see a long trail of people. Because the Hardy Boys aren't fucking people up. Like, these are actual crimes, at least in the last one. Yeah. I, well, the Hardy Boys was super weird. But anyway, that's the show. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for getting us through this uh, Halloween times as we go into November. Uh, Ramjackpodcast.com is the website. There's a Facebook group. Get at us with your... Uh, Holiday concerns. Indeed. Uh, guys, a lot of fun stuff coming up this month. Uh, I'm going to be going up to Cincinnati here uh, in uh, a little over a, a week and a half, I guess. Um, I know, right? We'll hopefully record something. Um, also, uh, yes, there's uh, another debate coming um, here in a couple of weeks as well. So uh, I'll suffer through that again. And you can join me if you so choose. <laughs> Exciting times, friend. Indeed, indeed. And friends, uh, I don't know where you stand on this candy situation. 
Um, maybe you are... Maybe you're candy corn people, fine, whatever. Uh, maybe you're Skittles people, maybe you're Mandalorian people, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> uh, but there's all we'll find there's out. all one group that I'm sure we can unite against, and that's Cheese Whiz people. <laughs> Cheese Whiz people. You're one of those candy bar kids. Laura, like, what are you? You're a grown-ass woman writing cheese whiz people in an article for the newspaper. Halloween's a time for kids and me. Kids at heart. What happened to your dogs, Laura? Why do you why do you have a why do you have a new house, new dog, new life? <laughs> new identity. There's a lot of dogs mentioned. All these articles are just like handwritten in journals and like <laughs> dropped in the mail. <laughs> it's like Rorschach. <laughs> oh man, I'd I'd have to say that uh, Watchmen is getting better. Not to say that it wasn't, I guess, okay, but I I don't know if it's going to turn to Jesus stuff because that was never in the original Watchmen. But it's Lindelof, so we'll see. But it's uh, actually getting pretty I, good. Uh, once 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 they make through the season, I'll I'll watch it all in a go, maybe. Um, well, let's wait and see with the verdict. I mean, I don't want you. What I've seen so not, far I'm not, is jump, I'm not jumping in. I'm not going to be watching week to week. I know that. But I someday I may, you know, I may watch it all in a, in, a, in a one in one sitting or something. But we'll see. I mean, there's Mandalorians to watch now. Dude, so. you got to get on that. You got to figure out that mystery and figure out what the hell a Mandal and why everybody knows what Mandalorians are. Now I really want to look them up because now you've got like, me like really. I mean, is is like a. Are those like uh, um, Jar Jar like people? Are, they, are those are Gungans? Like, do they are they friends with Mandalorians? What does a Mandalorian look like? Were the clone troopers Mandalorians? No, they were clones. No, but I mean, like, did they? Was Boba Fett from Mandalorian or like oh. Jango Fett? Was he a Mandalorian? Yeah. So uh, all the Mandalorians <laughs> look like. Uh, what was it? And, uh, who's the guy that was Boba Fett? I can't even remember now. Django Fett. Or Django Fett, yeah. Django. Uh, like, uh, they're all that guy? Mandalorians are a fictional race of people from the planet Mandalore in the Star Mandalore. Wars science fiction franchise, created by the okay. George Lucas. <laughs> it was first conceptualized in The Empire Strikes Back as a group of white-armored super commandos. The idea developed into a single bounty hunter. Boba Fett is a Mandalorian. Oh, I was, he's okay. a Mandalorian. There you go. You know your Mandalorians. Although the term Mandalorian was never used in the films, hmm. the popular Boba Fett inspired an extensive number of works about Mandalorians in the Star Wars expanded universe. See, this is why, like, why do they expect people to know this shit? Also known as a non-canon legends. That's what they, I guess that's what they call all non-canon stuff now, Star Wars Legends. Does that mean that this happens in the Legends universe or in the present one? I mean, I assume there's only the one universe now. Yeah. Oh, the Clone Wars television show expanded on it a lot. Okay, all right. Also, in the conscience of the new Mandalorians, which were, I guess, pacifist stormtroopers. Because at that point, they were clone troopers. Interesting. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, well, friends, we've solved the Mandalorian mystery. 
if any of you were as confused as I was, there's your answer. There you have. Someone has devised a Mandalorian language, dude. This goes deep. Oh, boy. Do we, do we need a Mandalorian language? <laughs> I speak Mandalorian. Cool. Which would you rather have a command of? You know, Pete Buttigieg speaks Mandalorian. <laughs> That's what's going to make him a great president. I mean, he did a lot of racist shit, too, but I, he can speak Mandalorian. Um, uh, Mayor Pete, uh, how do you plan to deal with the uh, Mandalorians? Oh, I'm glad you asked. And may I say, <laughs> presidential. What did he say? Oh, nothing, nothing really. It was just um, base, real, real basic bitch shit. <laughs> oh, I'm still impressed, even though he didn't say anything useful. Cool, cool, cool. If you if you were supporting Pete Buttigieg. Get the f- if you know some no sorry because no one listening to this is supporting Pete Buttigieg, but if you know someone that is supporting Pete Buttigieg, what you've got to do is keep them from voting by any means necessary. Like handcuff them, keep them home, slit their tires. Do not let those motherfuckers vote. I think you advocated for this on a previous podcast. I like that you're 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 buckling down on it. Yeah. Stop people from voting. Whatever yeah. you have to do, keep like we cannot let people vote for Pete Buttigieg. I mean, honestly, I've lost respect for him a little bit, mainly because I thought he was truly bilingual and not. I, the fact that he knows Mandalorian is weird. Like he might as well have learned Navi. Like it's super yeah. strange. Like no, I don't. It's super, it's, it's super lame. Yeah. That's a hobby, and I get it. But dude, I mean, I was upset when he was asked about uh, Palestine, and instead of answering the question, he just said something in Arabic that was useless and not an answer to the question. Uh, but I was enraged when I found out he spoke Mandalorian. <laughs> Fluently, like consulted on the films Ugh. for the new films, like because they're bringing the, the new TV show. Ugh. I mean, it's weird. Like, hey, Mayor Pete, instead of consulting about Mandalorian language, uh, why don't you do something about all the racist cops in your city? Yeah, dude. And by do something, I mean don't fire the black police chief because the racists want you to. By the way, uh, Mayor Pete, piece of shit. <laughs> Do not let people vote for him. <laughs> I wish I knew when Mandalorian came out, come, comes out so I could say something about, like, this episode brought me. <laughs> the hit Disney. Uh, the, be sure to watch The Mandalorian on November 12th from Disney+. Plus. Sponsors of today's show of Ram Jack. Amazing. Oh, fucking Mandalorians. Hey. <laughs>